the only thing that makes me like still that people would be like, whatever. And this is from when I first started. I said, yo, if they could, the moment they could control you don't matter. Mm. Like even to this day, like there's that part of like, I feel like they make me controversial. But even just me doing Twitch. I'm not going to go on Twitch like, you know, you know how many people I do business with? But I go on Twitch and I speak my real opinion. I don't care what y'all niggas talking about. Mm. People get offended, people whatever. And then I'm not going to lie, these days I use my platform to back me up. But we going if, to, if, if it's an issue, we're going to solve it. Because my thing about you, and this is why I think you're kind of like the ultimate rap personality at this point, I have to give it to you, is because you're the most fearless in stating your real opinion, going to war. This is why I tell everybody who podcasts on No Jumper and shit, I tell them, it's all about who can be the most honest. Sometimes somebody will say something like super volatile, like the most offensive shit, basically just shitting on a legendary rapper. And I'll be like, if you had the balls to say that on Twitter right now, you could be an academics or a whatever. And I don't, I don't really think of myself like that anymore, where I've kind of realized that the more open and honest I am about all these artists, the worse it's going to be for me as an interviewer. Because as an interviewer, you kind of got to be able to get these people on your show and stuff. Like if that really was my goal is just to interview everybody, you have to like keep the politics in mind. But, but from your perspective, the best version of yourself is pretty much the version of yourself that doesn't care about anybody's feelings. Right. Yeah. But Adam, you could do that by doing like, by being honest, like there's a point you get to like, you know, Drake always had a line. They need me more than they hate me. When I, when I see artists hit me up or sometimes this artist, I don't that, that I know don't like me personally, the label's still gonna hit me up because they wanna they wanna access to the platform. It's like I don't need to appease you or look good for you to you know have to come sit down with me. Mm. You know what I mean? It's one of those where those things where you know the only line I try to teeter is am I making am I making this um, personal where this is beyond the scope of what my job includes? Mm. You know, and I, and I and I've done that a few times. I won't lie, but. It feels like so, it's so much easier to be real about big artists because the truth is kind of obvious. Whereas like with young artists or like up and coming artists, struggling artists, a lot of times the truth is like this dude that y'all are fucking with that he's he's lit right now. He's garbage. You're not even going to remember his fucking name in a year or two. What, what? That's not a fun thing to say publicly because you just look like a hater. And you like, so in, in terms of a lot, you, your thing is you don't even acknowledge rappers until they reach a certain level that then when you acknowledge them, yeah, they're at a certain level, you know, yeah, for but, the most part. But, but I'm going to be honest with you though, when it comes to um, even you saying about big artists, big artists care the most. Always. Mm, yeah. Trust me, they do. That's true. Yo, 21 Savage, my guy, like, I love him. Like, you know, just because, like, you know, I, I really think it's an immigrant connection. You mm -hmm. feel me? You know, you came from a different country. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you kind of, and by the way, we see what he went through. You know what he told me? What? And he's a huge artist. Man, I do these little pretty much unofficial, like, listening parties of an album on my Twitch stream. Mm. Yo, he said, Ack, I watched you listen to Drake's whole album live. He said, I watched, he said, I waited for the moment you were going to hear Knife Talk. I wanted to hear what you said. And he said, I'm going to be honest with you. You kind of called it whack. And I said, I ain't called it whack. He said, man, you basically called it whack without calling it whack. Yeah, you could say I love Savage, but like you weren't complimentary of it. Now, truth be told, for him, he was like, yo, I'm going to show act that he was wrong. Like, you know, he came, of course, you know, I'm a stats guy. So he was like, yo, it's doing one of the best on, on, on the whole project. You know what I mean? Again, 
now we see you showing it love. You had a, you know, you know, obviously with the Spotify situation, they gave me some control, some playlists. I threw it up at the top because I really like that song at this moment. Right. And but he was very keen on noticing that. Drake, even like, you know, when I do listening parties, even his project, man, he's tuned in. Mm. You know? He and 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 it, to the point where I I tell Drake what I think about it, his album before I even tell the world. Mm. Because Sometimes it, it got to be a deflating feeling when you think that somebody's a fan, but also they support you. But uh, this is one thing I realize about rappers is that like the reason why I do my job and podcast with people and shit is because I'm so interested in the world. There's always something new to learn about, something new to talk about, et cetera. For a lot of rappers, they do that where like they go home at night and they watch interviews or they search shit on Twitter, et cetera. But it's all them. Like they, uh, a lot of rappers literally full-time on their Instagram, they're not like looking at other people's shit that much aside to, from the extent to which them knowing that person helps them. They're looking at their DMs. They're looking at shit about them all fucking day. And I think a lot of times it's hard for me to like remember what it was like to be like a 19-year-old knucklehead rapper who is just literally so obsessed with themselves and their career that that's the only thing they're paying attention to. So a lot of, a lot of rappers, my problem sometimes will be that a rapper will start to get a buzz and they'll almost be mad at me because I didn't interview them like a year or two before when they were trying to get on. So they get mad at me for wanting to interview them when they're popular because I should have wanted to interview them before they were popular. You only have that flack because of where the foundation of your success came from. You came from the person who did one of the first interviews of X that I've seen, Lil Pump, you know what I mean, 6 9 mm -hmm. A lot of these younger artists that even some, some of them didn't even make it too far. But So many that it, nothing happened to, but nobody remembers those. Everybody just remembers the ones who blew the fuck up. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. But like, you know, people would like, sometimes even commentary on some of those rappers that you interviewed, mm -hmm. my commentary would come a year after, but still, it was still early in the process. So they're still looking at you to have that brand. Mm -hmm. While with me, They've always looked at it as almost like a cosign, like, yo, when this nigga started talking about me, I mean, I'm on now. That's true. You know what I mean? So I ain't gonna lie, none of them look at me like that. Like, if someone's mm -hmm. like, yo, you didn't want to fuck with me, then I'll be like, you weren't fucking hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I remember remember Nav was like, yo, you actually dick rider. And by the way, I love Nav now because, you know, we talked, everything mm -hmm. was cool. You know, that was the whole thing. But I told him, I said, man, I'm not no dick rider. Listen, there's out different outlets, and this is why I love having conversations with you. And we've been through ups and downs, and you know we're gonna talk about all this. Mm. We gotta talk about this. The thing that makes this conversation interesting is that we both totally understand the media side of things, which is like under discussed. And a lot of the fans really like they just like take in information from all these media outlets and don't understand that this shit is largely bought and paid for. That certain narratives you see popping up between different rappers, or so much of it is just like planted. They they think this shit is real. I'm glad you said that. Yo, yo. Yo, Adam, first of all, could you take off your glasses stop being too cool? I got, me, little, my nigga? I got an ear thing. You got a, No, an eye thing. Not an ear thing. I got a little, like, eye bump thing, so I'm kind of avoiding that. Man, you got a little herpes on the eye. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Uh, it's a thing. Jesus. I'm yo. on antibiotics. I got a little bit of an eye thing. Oh, you ain't nothing that's, like, viral or nothing, right? No, nah, no. Nah, you, could, you, could, you could hug me. It'll be all good. Okay. But, <laughs> but, 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 Adam, the only reason why I'm saying that Y'all gotta like look really close into his glasses to kind of like see really his eyes. I like you looking at people see in yourself the eyes. if you look in the glasses, right? There was a time I felt like that's what I was calling you out about, Adam. What, Adam? Do you remember when I was like, "Yo, listen"? There was a time you were showing that just 
innocent, almost ignorance of, wait, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, Adam, we, if I know the size of both of our platforms, if certain entities are coming to me trying to put forth certain things mm. and trying to offer blah, blah, they're coming to you as well. Okay. And I remember like, I, probably less than you would think though. I don't really have a lot of those conversations. I'm going to be honest. You don't. I handle everything that comes in. Like you probably got, like you probably got like thirty different people who do a job that. <laughs> well, and for me, I don't care how big. Like this, I literally dream about what I'm doing. So if somebody's buying a post, you're the one dealing with it. Of course, I know about it. Jesus, you know why? Because if, if, if that's if that person if that person has a problem. And they see me, well, well, then I'm going to be like, oh, let me call my employee. Let me call HR. There ain't no HR. Mm. You know, you have a little bit of, of distance with that. But truth be told, I don't know, maybe you just, you've just exceeded how big you are as a media entity at this point. But for me, anything that goes on with academics, I'm going to be in no. I'll give you an example. I'm on Clubhouse two days ago. I'm having the same age-old conversation. Mm -hmm. This age-old conversation of, man, yo, academics, this was after the, the arrest of four individuals. Mm -hmm. um, Muwap. Muwap and a few others who the feds are claiming were the killers of FBG Duck, mm -hmm. right? So I'm having a conversation with these people on um, um, Clubhouse. And literally, they're like, yo, Ak I'm not going to lie, like, you're stirring up beef this and third. And... You know, there's times where, like, of course I've covered beef and I'm, like, in between left and right, you know? And that is kind of the job of the media as well. You know what I mean? Again, to put, like, if you're going to cover anything that is beef-related, if the other side responds, you should cover that too. Mm. However, for me, that wasn't the case with this, right? And I was telling them, I'm like, yo, a lot of the stuff that you guys got going on, like, is kind of, you know what I mean? Like, labels these days, they're buying posts or they're putting out narratives like, hey— did y'all check out these couple lines? It might be this and someone. That's just what it is. So there was a particular artist, and I'll say his name, Narda Wick. Mm. Um, and his manager was on there. And his manager was like, yo, well, yo, act. Like, yo, I seen some shit go up on your page. Like, yo, that was you stirring some shit up. And I was like, yo, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. There's been a lot of promo ran when it came to that particular artist. Because I'm honest. Mm -hmm. One thing about academics, I will go to the utmost extent to be honest, I don't care if it makes me look bad because the truth in my eyes could never make me look worse than the person who is pretending, capping, and acting ignorant while they actually know. Those are called fakes and frauds and bitch-ass niggas, if you ask me. <laughs> so me, I'll keep it on it no matter what, right? So I'm talking to, the, to this guy, and, you know, by the way, you know, in, in their defense, it was a post that came through trying to promote some shit, but it wasn't from his team. Uh -huh. So, you know, the post in question, I understand why I seemed to know, but I did mention in the process, and it's already out there, it's public knowledge. I said, well, you know, your team been promoting the song, the song that's hot, and that's kind of made it to my page a couple of times. Y'all had that come on my page. It wasn't me just, like, taking a liking into it. And, um, and this is why I'm saying you got to know everything that's going on. We get to LA. I get here today, Adam. Uh-huh. I didn't even get to figure out a place to stay. Uh -huh. Tell me who the first person I run into, the same motherfuckers right. that that was about. Now, keep in mind, if I was so detached from what my platform is putting out, the message that's being sent, whether on Instagram or I'm actually talking about it, that person who, you know, gladly we, we came to a very civil term in conversation, 
But if they had fell some way, I run into them. Who knows what happens if they're perceiving that my platform is inciting some shit? Mm. So that's that's why I say to you, I'm like, are you telling me that there's things posted on No Jumper that, again, I'm not saying you're micromanaging everything. There's but stuff you have I look at no on the key. Instagram that I wonder if it was paid for or not. I'm like, somebody there like think this is worth posting or was this paid for? And I gotta like double back and find out. Oh, you getting too much money then? <laughs> okay, all right. You know me. I'm pocket watch. I got pocket watch. He getting too much right. money. But th- let me explain. My thing is, <laughs> Adam that- walks off a fucking porn set. He just had yeah. like a fucking foursome. He don't know what the fuck is on the goddamn Instagram. The, I have to know, brother. The porn shit is part of the problem. But I will say that a lot of times. All right, my thing is like all right, I got two interviews to do tomorrow. Nardo Wick, coincidentally, and Blackstone Gorillas, and I have to. Okay, how does that even happen? Like, I have to, like, get ready for their interview. So I have to spend my time, like, watching rap videos and learning about gang politics and figuring out who fucks with who and all this shit. Like, that's what I would rather be. Like, I have to be getting ready for these interviews. So it's like, I just feel like my my time and my energy can't possibly be divided from, like, growing the business, learning about all these interviews that I'm about to do, and then also, on top of that, handling all these little tiny parts of the business like getting x amount of dollars here for a post or x amount of dollars here for a brand deal whatever like i have to have people under me at some point to be able to manage all that stuff so let me so make your question about that and and you know uh there's another discussion i feel like just has to happen we talked about it off camera before but anyway um i believe my platform and your platform is big enough that we could do what we enjoy and make millions Mm mm-hmm this isn't like McDonald's where it's like, yo, how did this slip through? Right. Like what if, if you don't enjoy certain shit, like for example, if you don't enjoy like six, nine, I guarantee six, nine is not getting a post on your page. You will know about it. Right. Wait, what? If six, nine is dropping a song uh-huh. and his labels like, Hey, we're going to, we're putting together a promo package. We want this placement on, on, I on, ain't on taking that motherfucker's money. But you're acknowledging that you would know about it. My team would ask me before we did that one, for sure. Okay. But maybe maybe other artists who may have been critical about you or maybe artists that they know you don't fuck with. I guess that's the level of knowing what's going on with your platform that I'm all the way in. Because, again, as, you know, people usually say, oh, act don't go out, blah, blah. But, man, if I go out and, and, and there was something that I did... I'm not the person who's going to be like, let me call up some some other person to see why they did that. I have inherited that issue because it is my platform. But I'll put it in perspective. Like, I just went to Hawaii on vacation for a week. And while I was gone, some people on my team did an interview with two rappers who at least, like, sort of maybe kind of, like, talk shit about me or, like, had an issue with me or whatever. And when I found out, I was just like, oh, that's cool. That's dope. Like, because I'm, I'm actually trying to have my platform be bigger than me. Like, I would rather have enough people doing content and being involved with it that there could totally be a dude there that has said shit about me and doing an interview with somebody else and then we could talk about it whatever it's like i'm not really super pressed about that or concerned no no, no, no i no. want i want my shit to be bigger than me to the point where they're not thinking about me all the time when they're doing an interview with somebody you know no me too me too like yeah. you know i mean like uh, again i think you know in your way you've you've sculpted your platform a different way in how I'm trying to grow it, yeah, that's a possibility. Like, of course, if if I get like for whatever reason, and, and let's say for whatever reason I would be still down, like not down to sit down, like I don't know, Vic Mensa or Freddie Gibbs. Mm. But Freddie Gibbs wants to come to talk to personality A on academics platform. 
nigga, I'm going to laugh to the bank. I just fucking won. I don't give a fuck. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm not opposed to that. I'm just saying you just have to, you have to be in tune mm. because this is hip hop. And, and, and I've had these conversations on Clubhouse and I say, y'all are all tighter academics, but I never see y'all have the same energy for Adam. And maybe you could say he doesn't do exactly what you claim you're mad at me, right? But that's but, a crazy reason why they, they hate on you for something that now so many people do on YouTube. You were just hella early. Like, you were making videos about different rappers from gangs beefing with each other, and I'm not trying to, you know, top you off by saying this, but 2013, 12, whenever you came on the scene, nowadays, there's tons of people who are huge on YouTube making videos about different gangs beefing, and there's not even one rapper from the gang Yo. who's famous or even has a, a six-figure view count. That's normal now. That's kind of crazy that like Yo, they you do saw better that early. They do better than me. Yo, and you I, got I, too big to even give a fuck about making a video for a quarter million views about some guy in Chicago shooting somebody else because your shit just got too big. Now there's hell of people making their own lane doing the shit that you basically carved out, you know? No, 100%. And I've looked at that, and I'm like, you know what? And I watch that shit. Because well, it's actually because I'm actually interested in what's going on. Okay. It's still useful. You did a really good Hold job on. for a while. I watched some random ass dude make a video about something. I do, too. Yeah. But I, I want to hear it from, from, like, you know, someone outside of me. Because, yo, you know, do you like Clubhouse? No? I've never been on there. Oh, my God. Yo, so Clubhouse, I look at it, and I only go into it because, first of all, there's content everywhere. Number mm -hmm. two, I am the person. I'll go into the lines then. And I actually am that confident that, number one, I'm operating a very morally sound way. I'm not only doing that, but I am I am confident that I'm not doing super fucked up shit that if ever questioned about it, mm. I can't defend. Right. So, like, you know, I always hear people say, yo, Ak, why do you go on Clubhouse? And I'm like... Listen, I'm all about the conversation. What do you want me to do? Just like run and like we all make a lot of money. Like who cares about that? But if if we if we're not participating in the conversation or at least entertaining, even those that might be haters slash constructive um, criticizers, like are you are you just like you know um, just profiting off the culture and just like dipping? But my reason why I don't go on Clubhouse and why when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, that's a cool idea for an app, but it's not for me, is because. To me, it feels like it would be like working in a bowling alley all day. Yeah. And then getting off work and going to another bowling alley and just hanging out there all day. Cause I'm just like, I'm talking on camera so much. It's like at night okay. or whenever people be chilling and they're on Clubhouse, I'm like, I feel like nighttime is when I would rather be watching some YouTube shit, listening to a new album, while, you know, listening to somebody's podcast or doing some human shit, like actually doing something, whatever. Like I'm kind of like talking all fucking day. So, and, and Clubhouse is just, it's not monetized. I'm not creating some content. It's like the thing that motivates me is knowing that if I sit there and have a really good conversation with somebody for an hour and a half, that maybe like 10 years from now, somebody's going to just be watching that. Like it's dope right now to make, you know, a couple thousand dollars of a video, whatever it is. But it's like more about like, I'm creating something that's going to sit on YouTube. Like the X interview kind of like did it for me because it was like, yeah, I still see that shit getting hundreds of thousands of views every fucking month. And it's like yeah. just realizing like every, everybody is going to die who I interviewed sooner or later. And there's going to be people who want to know about morbid. that person. So you know, it's a little it's like, morbid. No, it what, what, is, but I'm I'm creating the record of no, no. who they were at a certain point for a lot of them. You know. Okay, so 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 let me tell you why I do it, and then I look at it as in, um, and I'm not saying I'm perfect because I'm like maybe that's also an uh, uh, an um 
like I'm trying to see if, if there's an like I'm inadequate in a way and I'm trying to make up for it or trying to be a better person or mm-hmm. whatever. I look at it as accountability. Like I I've I've thought about the the war in Chirac, which you know really successful at the time, but I've thought about it and I've thought about how I could have done it better. Mm-hmm. I've gotten way more skills. Like since the last time me and you talked, I felt like I've became a broad. Like I I'm t- I dream about this shit daily. Mm-hmm. There's it, it's interesting. People will point out like I, I came from certain hip hop forums. There's nobody that's ever on them forums that was more obsessive than me. Mm-hmm. Obsessive than me. Like I literally think about it daily. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The 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 the, the struggle for me is usually managing that and the business side which i also love too but for example you right do you ever feel there's a time you have to explain or at least you know you know kind of be accountable like for example like if you came on clubhouse they would say to you like well adam there was a time you used to promote a lot of drug use and then we saw a lot of rappers pass away you know for me i could easily just be like yo academics is a is a is a very successful brand we're going up like why do i keep what i need to talk about that but I I do. I was doing drugs. I was getting fucked up, just like a lot of other people I know. That's why, to me, that argument is crazy because it's like, when am I supposed to be a fucking superhero that never did anything wrong in my whole life? Like I was getting fucked up with the homies, like my whole life. Not but, my whole life. Like there were, but then there was my life where I wasn't getting fucked up. But then at a certain point, yeah, we were drinking lean and popping pills and shit. And it's like, yeah, I was around rappers who were popping pills and but then they would say well y- y- you you were promoting kids into him. And, and, and 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 that's why yo, I, I try to have a little account the thing is if somebody tries to make the argument that i was promoting kids doing drugs that's just like just like, like for silly. example like you were pumping that time and right. shit but that to me is just as crazy as them saying like oh academics was hyping up beefs that got people killed because it's like they try to say give, I had, give me the details like when, when did this happen or vlad vlad's a snitch who gets people caught up with the feds name the case like give me i guarantee i could do a better job arguing that i got kids into drugs the academics got kids in chicago killed and that vlad got people locked up by the feds i could do a better job arguing that than anybody who ever said that about us because i'm actually paying attention people latch on to that shit i remember the first time i seen somebody on twitter that said oh academics was, was getting kids killed in chicago with the war in chirac situation because before that i hadn't really seen the narrative that they mm-hmm. were going to try to use to take you out because obviously it's not really like about the actual narrative it's about like what's yeah. the best thing we could say about that person well, the yeah. first time i seen like a writer guy journalist guy who works for a magazine or whatever say that but i'm like oh that's the shit they're gonna say that's that's funny hey interestingly enough you always thought you know you know charlamagne's been a big mentor like even before i got in this game you know like we just kind of we forged a relationship honestly on twitter but you know he said that to me like recently to your act he said, if you go through your career and the worst thing they could say is that you did the war in Chirac, you're winning. He's yeah, like, if they had anything else. Very good point. If they had anything else, like <laughs> yeah, if they had real. like like this moment where yeah. like we got him. Yeah. He's been charged for blah, blah. It would they would be running wild with it. But that's the only thing. Like, for example, I'm on Clubhouse and like I I've I went on there multiple times. You know, I've explained, I've quote unquote taken accountability, all that stuff, right? You know, I, I've tried to contribute to Chicago. And, of course, you know, I try to help in, in different ways to try to, you know, because, again, you, you, and I don't know if you look at it like this. I know at the end of the day, I'm one of the people who they're not going to, like, give the pass maybe like you. Because they're going to be like, yo, nigga, you're black. Mm. You came from this. So while you got rich, let's just tell, let's tell you what happened to the people who you covered. And, again, not saying... I take like, oh, I did it all. I'm like, I understand a little bit of what that whole wave did to certain people 
even if my contribution was 1%, you know, I've been arguing like my con like you guys are saying my videos told people to kill people while, you know what I mean? If you listen to some of these songs, they're literally saying, yeah. I'm going to kill you. To me, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't <laughs> hold you accountable for any of that shit because to me, it's like, are you not allowed to be a fan of, or like interested in this shit? Are you not allowed to make content? Like you were just hella early on it, but I mean, that's just, that's normal shit. You're not doing anything different than actually really, I'm going to be real with you. The shit that you were doing with the war in Chirac is what these journalists should have been doing at that time. Hmm, the explain. people who work for fucking magazines or newspapers in Chicago, they should have actually cared enough about the individuals who are killing each other to get up close to it and do the fuck. And, and I don't blame them because, you know, journalism has basically been like gutted over the past like 15 years or whatever. But in my ideal media world, like, a YouTuber wouldn't have to pop up and be covering what's going on between gangs in Chicago. There should be journalists talking about it, and I wouldn't hold them accountable. Now, granted, the, the best argument is like, oh, he was joking around too much. He was saying, oh, so-and-so is the Wolverine of Chirac. I actually think that that's a pretty good argument. That's like, that, yeah. that does make sense. Some of that stuff looks kind of tasteless in, in retrospect, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I mean, this is fucking rap music where a rapper might really have a song where they say I'm a fucking superhero and ain't nobody going to kill me. Hey. They really be talking like they're fucking Wolverine. It, 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 so it's, it's, what it's are almost, we talking about? It's almost double speak. You know what I mean? I I, I named um, a rapper like the Grim Reaper Chirac and then mm -hmm. he used it for his album cover. <laughs> for real. Yeah. And it was like, yo, no, no, no. Like, You're the oh, bad guy. You know what I mean? And yo, it was like, yeah. I, I named somebody, I was like, yo, the Silver Surfer or something like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that was, you know, but you know, I've, I've realized it's a fight I can't win. Mm. But also I look at it, I'm like, yo, am I losing by even engaging? Because I don't see, like, you know, there was a whole epidemic, especially, you know, when, 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 um, you know, at first people got a rust and then, you know, the whole thing kind of came back with people like, well, maybe there is a little bit of a drug problem with hip hop and just like, you know, the, the entities and, and, and the atmosphere that people are making this music in. But you didn't just engage into that whole discussion and be like, OK, I'm going to fall on the sword that everyone could feel a little bit better. Mm. OK, I'm going to fall on the sword. So the, the 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 like I've been to labels where the labels literally show me like, yo, so and so can't operate without like couple pills and some weed we got it in there for him because if he got to come here to do it real talk you know what i mean but there's always a scapegoat when it comes to chicago i've realized i've thought to myself if you love your people follow just be the scapegoat even though you want everybody to have some responsibility like for example the labels have zero responsibility but 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 for you They'll be like, Adam, you fall on the sword that the labels don't got to bear responsibility. They're managers, they're handlers. You know what I mean? Everybody else who's basically supplying them all these things and also saying, hey, as long as good music's coming out, we don't give a fuck about your health, your well-being, and nothing else. But because Adam might joke about it a couple times in the interview, right? Or they're like, oh, yeah, he took part. Now, of course, the whole thing is your fault. I mean, it's like a whole, well, not that everybody does this, but a lot of popular rappers, their songs are about damn near nothing besides like, you know, having guns, spraying shit up, having drugs, doing drugs, getting fucked up. And then like you make a fucking YouTube video where you like talk about some shit that actually Yo. happened <laughs> and that's supposed to be bad. It's like, are Yo. you fucking serious? Am I really supposed to take this argument serious? This is yo, stupid as fuck. Yo, the, I was on Clubhouse. I feel like I was in the Twilight Zone. They said, yo, act, yo. It was like, yo, it's like, yo, I feel like you're trying to put it stuff in the air that's not there. They're like, yo, why are you talking about people sliding? I'm like, yo, wait. Why are you talking about people sliding? Then you mentioned um, Dirk. And I'm like, Dirk literally got a song. Dirk literally yeah. got a song called Still Trapping with Meek Mill and um, 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 Lil Baby where he says, 
you must like uh, you must think uh, you must be a fool if you think we're not spending for Vaughn. We like I'm like right. This isn't a music. <laughs> like, literally, he it's says it. It's not like it's buried in metaphor yo, and they're sort of kind of telling you that they're going to hurt somebody. They're telling you 100%. And then yo, you're a villain for talking about it. Get yo, the fuck out of here. And I'm a villain for asking somebody about it in an interview, which I don't even really do. Yo, you really, I don't really push the issue and try to get people to talk about shit, open cases, whatever. But yeah, I'm trying to have an interesting conversation. It's like, but people will hold me to the flame for that when a motherfucker talk it makes his whole album about that. Yo, they said, yo, I ain't gonna lie, I think you made you made the individual who got locked up for the recent murder, you know, um, at least with the recent solving, I guess, or the arrest around the murder of uh FBG Duck, they said, Yeah, why why are you talking about Muwap like that? And I'm like, I don't know him personally, but like I listened to a a, a King Von and Lil Dirk song. He says, "Call up Muwap. He really shoot for real." Like I kid you not. That's what he says. That's what he says in the lyric. I had never heard <laughs> Muwap when he got caught off of this shit. I go to YouTube as soon as I read it. I type in Muwap. I watch a music video. It was like almost everything he said in the music video to me was like, "Oh my god, they're playing that in court." Like everything he said in the fucking song was about shit. This is before. Shit. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I well, guess that's well, well, apparently, like, you know, you, you know, hip hop is like a, a interesting um place where uh the media is supposed to, you know, kind of be on the side of the street dudes, mm -hmm. not really mention certain stuff. And I have taken a stance on that, uh, Adam, which I feel like you have been in the middle. So I gotta call this one out. Okay. I feel like you would more like I would say, listen. I didn't say I'm one of y'all street dudes. Hmm. So if I call out certain type of behavior, right? Or if I say stuff, you shouldn't be like, yo, ah, come on, man. You know, yo, you bringing a feds over here. I'm literally repeating the lyrics. I'm a fan. Hmm. I feel like you've played a little both. Hmm. Maybe once in a blue. Well, like, I, I, I feel like, you know, um, like, I take the stance of not being even remotely in that life. And I've told him, I'm like, if you want the real nigga journalist, the real nigga blogger, the real nigga personality, go make that guy popular because academics is not a street dude. Mm. But I looked at you and I was like, I did feel like even you and like 6ix9ine, I was like, I think Adam identifies with with how like street dudes look at him. Because I I, I identify with him as... Hey, listen, I'm not into that life. And shoot, if people wouldn't like, you know, I'm cool with mad dudes who quote unquote street dudes, mm. they wouldn't even call me like, yo, act, you think we finish, you think we should slide on bro tomorrow or the next day? They won't even call me like that. Like they know it's like, yo, academics is completely over there. You know what he's about. And because you know what he's about, don't really even intertwine it. But I feel like, you know, sometimes I feel like I can very briefly sort of like debunk something that i think wax said a couple times when you had him on which is like he was basically like i don't look at six nine as a street guy so him telling doesn't mean shit to me and therefore i don't give a fuck wait, wait before you say that though you got to identify where you where you are with it because right. with me what goes on in the streets i've never even been able to understand on a logical level yeah. I'm a math major, so things are either black and white, gray right. area shit is just usually unsolvable. The older the I get, the more that I agree with you. Because so often I'm watching these like street videos, YouTube videos, and I'm just like, 
wow, like how could he ever thought that was a good idea? Like if you really are like trying to get somewhere in your life, bro, like some of the shit that people be doing, like rappers that we know who are locked up and shit is like, yeah. you, you had a 100% chance of getting locked up doing this. Yeah. And the benefit of you doing it was almost nothing. So like, this is really like, we got to teach people to think better. But but let me just say that, yeah. what I'm saying when I say that is that I'm not a street guy. I'm, I go out of my way to not be affiliated with any specific gang. I'm cool with a lot of gangs. I talk to a lot I of people. I seen with a shirt like he was repping some gang, man. I don't know. No, it was no. like a blue shirt or something. I don't know what was going on. I'm like, yo, Adam Baggett? I'm a fan. It's like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan. <laughs> nah, you can't be a fan. I'm of a fan of all the gangs. I'm a fan of all of them. You're a fan of the gangs? I mean, I fuck with all of them. You know, right. like, I fuck with the, like, okay, you're, you're a, a fan civilian. of music, I'm a fan of What's okay. going on in LA on so street like, level? But like I me. have no connection to any of it. Like there could be two people I'm cool with, and and somebody shoots the other one. I'm not gonna stop being cool with the dude that you know, he might be locked up or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not gonna like fucking take sides in it. I pretty much decided I'm staying okay. out of it. But I fuck with them. But what I'm saying with the six nine thing is I'm not a street dude. But I don't need to be a street dude to say, oh, you you told on all those people and all this other shit. And like you beat the fuck out of your your ex girl that I'm cool with and. All this shit, like I'm not even going into full detail about what he really did with that girl and shit, but I got plenty of reasons to think he's a shitty person that he don't stand for nothing and he's just a trash human that is just really doesn't stand for shit, you know? Like that that to me is like I don't need to be a gangbanger to think he's a shitty person for putting a bunch of gang members in prison, but then also all this other shit. No, you know, no, that's a that's a fair point. As long as you're not because I feel like, you know, yeah, I'm even on Clubhouse and and like it's like people trying to Ask me to uphold street codes, yes. not being a street dude. Yes. Now, if you're like, yo, hey, I just don't think you're a, a cool person or a person who has any loyalty or whatever, that's 100% true. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? In, in terms of you being able to make that choice right. without being a street I've dude. I've just known him for so long. I know a ton of people that have known him from like when he was like just a guy. And I just don't, I think he's a shitty guy. Now, granted, if I was in your situation where you've been friends with him and he's like gone out of his way to be cool with you all these years, I mean, why would you have cut him off? Why would you, like, yeah. you not being a street guy, what are you going to just, there, there's definitely people that I'm cool with that if we were to really dissect it, I would have to be like, yeah, he might not be the best guy. He might might be a little shady, like, you know, whatever. But, you know, I and, and I don't care about the 6 9 shit. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, I am interested in per watching what happens in his career. It's fascinating to see, like, what moves he could possibly make to make his situation better. It's fascinating seeing him get, you know, 5 million views being the clickbait in a Nook Boys vlog. But then meanwhile, his situation in the rap is, is super different. Like, I'm fascinated by watching it. And we do talk about- the Where do you think his career is at now? Well, I heard you say recently on, on a, a Twitch highlight, you were just like, I was telling him the other day, you were like, if he don't put out music by the end of the year, it's not good. Or like, it's over or whatever. And I was like, yeah. That's so true. Like, wow. Like, he got to drop something sooner or later. Or what the fuck is... Like, people are just going to forget it, it, that you are a rapper it, it, at a certain it, it, point. Is that... That's fair for me to say it, right? I think like, it's like, fair, yeah. Like, you know, you know, obviously, you know, because of the proximity, sometimes people think that it's just not... Um, any maybe commentary when yeah. it comes to him. I mean, what's he gonna, he's going to go two, three years without dropping music and then drop a song and then people are going to like him. Ah, I think it's probably better to do soon rather no, than much later, don't you think? No, no, I 100% agree. And, and a break was good. Like, we saw a ton of them for a little while there, and I think him taking a break was good. But no, I, I think he needs to come music back now. sooner or later, right? You know what I mean? It's like, it's just an interesting situation where. You know, if you've predicated yourself on certain ideals and certain things, and numbers metrics. and yep. yeah, numbers, metrics, and also having that ego and bravado, and also people thinking that you're going to be beefing, which honestly, 
like if we think about the landscape of things, we all acknowledge that you could be blackballed, right? Mm. Like you acknowledge that, right? Okay. Like in in the sense of like, look how look how Tory's treated. You know, I think Tory didn't think that he was gonna get that type of treatment. And then the moment he dropped his next like project to body of work, and nobody playlisted it, and all the radio stations were like, "Hold on!" And then rappers who were cool with Meg was like, "Yeah, I don't know if we could do whatever." And even the 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 collab with, with um the baby became a thing. Mm. You get to realize that if someone you know is accused of some shitty behavior or whatever the the, the situation is, you could be forced out of music. What do you think about that? I mean, I've been impressed by the number of rappers that have fucked with him because, to be honest with you, outside of hip hop, I mean, I mean, in, I mean, rappers every in other subculture I can think of, if this story happens, if you're in a fucking like an indie rock band, you're in a, you know, if you're a politician and that's the story that comes out, you are done. Nobody will go near you. Rap hmm. is one of the very few lanes where somebody could have a little bit of leeway where people won't just hop on the media narrative. So from my perspective, I'm like, damn, like if anything, Tory's whole thing and him still maintaining a certain degree of popularity it, slash it, like involvement in the industry is kind of like proof that like cancel culture, even when it's like a very, very strong case for somebody being canceled is not really that effective in rap. No, no, no. I definitely think it's because of raps, you know, um, slow adjusting to the times of like what Twitter is on. Twitter Twitter yeah, is, is headquarters fair. of cancel culture, right? Yeah. But like still rap, even though, you know, we've seen definitely less misogyny in music. But Tor like, Tori's like, Tori proof that like two million angry ass girls on Twitter don't really matter if you got however many millions of people that are going to watch your shit, I think. No, it, it depends on it what matters. it is. It definitely matters, no, but it, it still has a career. No, it depends on what it is. Yeah. If Tori told on somebody, it's over. It's over. Like there's certain That's things. So, yeah, yeah, rap yeah, picks, rap yep. picks and chooses. If Tory told Meg somebody, told on him, but it didn't matter. Yeah, but but it's like a girl. <laughs> did Meg tell on him though? Yes, that N word shot me. She I said mean, it right into the shot. phone. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good no, thing no. about having money, though, is we can just sit here and have a conversation, and it don't really. I'm acting like I care about the industry or whatever, but I feel like we could just sit here and talk about shit because we got enough money that ain't nobody going to do nothing that's really going to matter to us, right? No, I'm so happy about that. There's so many people in rap that would never have, even even the conversation we're having right now, they would be too scared. All these bum-ass radio dudes who think they're better than us. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I know. You know, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> and I'm not naming names. I'm just saying, I, yo, whenever yo, I uh, see somebody talk shit about you, I take offense to it, even if I'm not getting the shot. Because I don't want to hear nobody who got hired at a radio station try to act like they got a perspective as valid as mine Talk when I built shit, my fucking whole platform. <laughs> yo, and hold on, hold on. You, yo, wait, with Vlad. These wait, people, wait. they shit on Vlad. They do. I was upset. And I'm still upset. And, and, and then, actually, maybe I'm not upset. Because I thought about it and I'm like, you being upset almost is, is the equivalent to rappers being upset at the Grammys. And I remember like giving those, you know, like doing commentary on them, be like, yo, well, why don't y'all, instead of being upset at an at a institution that won't accept you, create your own? And I thought about it, like, for example, like the BT Awards, right? Yeah. They were nominating, I think they said best rap platform or hip hop platform. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. I kid you not. Yeah. I looked at that list and I was like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. It was not only, I'm like, oh, I got to be on it. 
I'm glad you went to war with it because I looked at it and laughed at it and just went about my day because nah. I thought it was so ridiculous. I'm, I'm not getting like, off of that. Whatever. No, I'm not. Like, like. Again, you're right. Like, you know, we're successful and I'm glad. I'm so glad. Yo, I have great conversations with Vlad. Like, just, just in comparison to years before, we're like, we're not even talking about, oh, man, got to make some more money that we could do other things. Like, that's not even the conversation. Hmm. The conversation is like where our own passions and where we want to bring our own brand, like the plight to that. But it's not ever, oh, we just wish somebody believes in us that could... Give us a couple dollars that yeah. we could try this. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I looked, I looked at like just where everything is, and I'm like, yo, all of our, you know, respective platforms, we're a threat to the exact people we're hoping that gives us the nod. I don't even want a nod. I never even thought about a nod. I'm but really no, you good. do some no, mm-hmm. like. You, <sighs> I never watched the Grammys in my life. I never watched BET Awards in my life. I never watched any. I, I might have seen oh MTV Music Awards. I used to fuck with that a little bit, but. I've never been tapped into that. To, to me, it's always been so obvious that the shit that I he liked. He capping. No, I am 100% Yo, telling he's capping. I went to one award show in my life, and the Migos almost stomped out Joe Budden. I seen this nigga at the Pornhub Awards with Kanye West doing a great old time. You do care about awards. I went to we that. We all I care about awards that we. And I, I went to that, and that was a good time. I did go to that. That's true. But in terms of the whole music award, I, I'm because to me it was always so obvious that the shit that i like is not the shit that is going to be the shit that wins an award like and that was true when i was listening to like that's true in a rap sense that's true in a rock and roll sense like i was always listening to punk and hardcore man it's not the biggest punk and hardcore or the biggest like band that involves a guitar but that was the shit i was into in the same way that like i like all these fucking random ass underground rappers like the shit that i actually listen to is not shit that is ever going to win an award so i always been kind of checked out on that i always took it for granted that of course they're not going to acknowledge the shit that i'm into you don't you don't have any type of like damn really like still no acknowledge it yo in 2021 you see if we were in 2017 like these are the outlets they postured in a way where it appeared that their influence was way bigger than what we do even individually right it's clear these days there's a trickle down effect and they're just not at they're not at the the, the top of the waterfall like right. they're basically catching the person who who has done an interview with you or who you focused heavy on with your platform because yeah. you fuck with them or shit people who Vlad have also influenced other outlets even besides me say cheese and other people you know that's what's going on now so when I look at that I'm like this is bullshit. We got to call it out at some point. And, and I've looked at, like, you know, I'm, I'm a student of history and watching how things have changed, hoping that the institution eventually just folds and bows down and acknowledges you. Like, it's... BET will go bankrupt before they acknowledge you. Don't you think? Like, they... It's not like they're on solid footing as a business. You know, no, of course. it's like all these fucking companies are going away yo, at some point. Yo, I don't need MTV to fucking yo, acknowledge me. MTV is so, it's so unbelievable that it even exists. It should have been folded years ago. That's so obvious to anybody who's paying attention to the media world. I don't need you to acknowledge me. Adam, when I seen that, I I, I, I was pacing a little bit. Not, not off, but I was like, yo. I'm trying to formulate what I should think. And I seen like even the Breakfast Club was like, wait, yeah. are we not like acknowledging what's really going on? And I literally said to myself, which probably is impossible just because I believe they're owned by Viacom. I was like, I got to buy BT at one point. 
I don't give a fuck. Like that that has to like me. I, my motivation still comes from I need to set these goals. I think Vlad tried to buy Double XL. For real? He should have. I think he put out an offer at some point or something. There was at least a conversation. That would have been dope. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know. That been dope. Source for like fifty grand. Yo, you know, you know the funny. <laughs> yo, you know the funny thing is, I even said it. I'm like, yo, hopefully, if BT gets sold, Academics has to buy it. Because if Adam or Vlad buys it, nah, I'm not holding up the auction sign. Nah, 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 nah. I'm yo, not going to the BT. Oh man, that's if so bad. Adam right. buys BT, like, yo, it's over. Nah, I'm staying home. Yo, 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 I, I still think, um, you know. And we have to just figure out who sits at that table, right? And it has to be very equal in terms of new media and everybody gets to vote. And, you know, really, because that's what war shows are. War shows isn't some random entity that we don't respect. It's like something that we feel that has fairly acknowledged all the peers or who are, who are doing their thing in the league. And then there's a group vote of who's doing whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Think about how they do, um, um, they vote for MVP. You have the mm -hmm. writers who vote. You have also the players who kind of, I think the players kind of like, uh, I'm chiming. And um, they kind of figure it out there, but it's all about amongst respect. So I think we got to get there at one point. But if I worked at BET and, so, and those were the nominees for that category, I would go to my boss and I would say, this can never happen again. These cannot be the nominees for this category because these not these outlets are irrelevant in comparison to like a ton of other outlets I could name. And that's why I probably would not be very good at having a job is because I would just go to my boss and tell him that. And if he didn't agree with me, then I would be like, you're fucking oh, you're crazy. <laughs> and that's why I wouldn't last. So, I mean, you know, there's everybody's just sucking dick in the music industry. It's the same old shit. I mean, I to me, I feel like I'm still so kind of like in shock that I'm even in the position that I am in wow. and that it actually worked out. And that this actually is like a real thing because I really like was like a BMX guy until I was like 32. And then all of a sudden, like doing rap interviews kind of popped off. So it's like I had created like an idea of what was possible in my life that was pretty small at a certain point. So to even be considered in the conversation about like even to just have somebody like you say like, oh, you're top five media outlets and rap. I'm like, damn, Yo. that's pretty crazy, bro. Yeah. no, no And I'm going to clarify because I'm going to get to this other point, too. I think you're top uh, well, top four platforms okay. that hip hop uh, that that influence hip hop. Now, when it comes to per, like personalities, mm, that's different. You're right. This is where I started thinking. I'm like, yo, man, my nigga Adam out here slaying too much dick, mm. man. Like, he gotta, you know what yeah, I mean? Because I'll put Charlamagne, <laughs> so I said, and, and Joe Budden, and <laughs> Charlamagne, Joe Budden. Well, <sighs> but then like Vlad's platform is bigger than Vlad in a way because yeah. Vlad's platform is kind of like just the interviews. Well, okay. he has the website and shit well, too. Well, well, because well, your Instagram account is part of your platform, mm. even if it, it doesn't really say much about you. No, well, even I, if I, it represents your personality or whatever. I did want to ask this about just like you know, Sound um, no, 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 no. Hold up, man. Relax. I would love to talk. We about get that. to well, well. I, I have two more things to get to that because <laughs> I know you want to talk about that shit. Anyway, mm. even you saying you're you feel grateful to be in there. Mm. I look at. And this is really the last remark as it comes to just platforms in general. When looking at the nominee list, I looked at the laziness. Mm. You see, I see you go out there, you're making content. You're interviewing people. You're trying to create moments. You're trying to create conversation. You're getting answers. A lot of those outlets that they named were just regurgitating. They're like, they're hey. Like, yeah, they're just blocked. They're like, hey, so um, if you guys watch the Adam uh, 22 No Jumper interview with so-and-so, this is what was said. It was like, well, if, if you're going to source the aggregator, if you're going to source the recapper, 
at least acknowledge mm. the person where it's coming from. It's the same. It's, it's the same with Vlad. It's the same with me. You know how many times like I have Google alerts every day. Anytime my name is like mentioned, and I see like like almost forty of them. Oh, I did this. You get I all the updates this. about the clothing line too, yeah. though, right? No, no, no. They're gone. Oh, that's gone. <laughs> I, I, I would definitely buy them too. I but... seen a dude wearing it the other day, and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Yo. Because now it feels like it's your merch. No, no, it's crazy. You know they blocked me. I would definitely <laughs> try to buy. Yo, they blocked me. They blocked me from like years ago. They, like, wow. I don't know if they were like, "Yo, okay." I, like, imagine that's Gucci hilarious. blocking Gucci man. Like, right, yeah. let's get this like parasite out of here. Wow. Like, I don't know if there's, I don't know anything about their sales if it's going up. But I see mad people randomly tweet me like, "Yo." Yo, act! I didn't even know you had these little, you know what I mean, little <laughs> slides. But they they crazy, and I'm like, wow. and I don't even want to say anything. That's and so I've funny. never really addressed them too because I, they have a copyright for um, academics clothing. Mm. But as long as I don't say I'm making academics clothing and, and I'm keeping it to media stuff, I don't I don't interrupt. But anyway, sense. to advance conversation, I do want to address which I probably should just off top. The last time a lot of people saw us talk, we were going at it. Well, actually, no, we squashed it at that point. We squashed it. We had squashed live. it live, but we also were going at it live. We were going at it, and then we squashed it well, in I, the in the context of the same live stream. Yeah. It was like five hours. Yeah. It was very draining. What was your thought? Was that was that more of me? Because I watched it back, and I'm like, Adam's a little pretentious bitch. I'm gonna be honest. I said, you know, I'm gonna tell you why. Because I'm like, I feel like Adam let like you knew how it would play mm. and i always said that i was like i felt i had such great points about my delivery i was so <laughs> upset i was like going off i'm like yo i'm going off on adam and shit like that and like people can't even hear my point all they could be like yo you're upset and this guy's chilling i saw you like talking to joe button on like a ig live and you were like man like i thought i was like really making my point and like you know i'm realizing that my delivery is gonna make people not take me serious and i'm like oh interesting okay. no joe taught me that Okay. <laughs> like the, the the when he went viral for and it's like a gift and a curse too. Like when you when he went viral for like sweating with the like the <laughs> fucking dirty like you know wife beater talking about mode, Drake. Basically, like yeah. people were like, "Yo, damn, this got to be a bum ass rapper who was talking about like the greatest ever, mm. right?" And he was really passionate about a point that if you really think about it, don't watch the video. And I don't know if you could turn the tone down. I kind of figured, sense. I, I found that out a long time ago. Is that me being aggressive is just never really going to be the move? Like public like on camera like getting angry not really that cool like you almost out. did recently huh you almost did recently yeah but even that i like i, I didn't you know really, like, go yeah with the kiki clout girl yeah, yeah. on fresh and fit i was yeah. like yo yo I, I was watching i'm like yeah i, I was like six nine women come away yeah adam yeah turn up on that yeah she was but i wasn't even really you're too humble her. sometimes i knew exactly what argument she was going to try to make and i knew that it didn't stand a chance and even, that made me want to hold back because sometimes I'll watch motherfuckers debate and shit. Like, I watch debates and stuff frequently. And a lot of times, the person who's flustered and, and angry is the person who loses, even if they 100%. kind of, even if they kind of look like a winner. If you really were to like read it out, it's like so much of it is like body language and like how angry you get. People, are, I swear that like Cameron and, and Dame Dash, when they went on Fox News and, and did the you mad thing, that like set us up for like the tone of, arguing for like the next 20 years because it's like you know if you if you bug out if you get like heated then people are gonna be like you mad it, i have a different take to it i think that there's two things that like for example if you it, the verses that happen i don't know if you ever watch any of them the verses that happen it's gucci all about and it, it, gucci and jesus that's okay. the only one i watch it was the in the moment like that bravado blah 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 yes. now 
Truth be told, if you're like super level-headed and you don't go in with no emotion, you're like, yo, Jeezy handled himself really well. But that's true. That charisma and passion in the moment, you're like, no, Gucci won, right? Like mm. I, 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 I watched with also um, Jada Kiss, just his charisma and, and how he controlled everything in the moment. People didn't even care too much about the songs he played, just about mm. like how he controlled the room. Yeah, I, I, I listen people to- want different things from everybody, and it's about like for me when I say that people yeah. don't want to see me tripping out, I realize that's about me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. In in large part, like, what am I? I'm an older white guy who's fucking doing content about a lot of like younger black guys. If I fucking am screaming and acting like a wrestler, oh, I'm gonna look like I'm on some like super aggressive, wanting to control. You know, like it, it'll just be a bad look. And that's the same thing. With, you look like, like you part of the Proud Boys or something like that. I just <laughs> look a little too OD. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I just don't think that's really like a good look for me. But like some people, like if you're a young hothead, twenty year old rapper, and you make a video scream, but like, what do people want from Gucci? People love Gucci for being a, a crazy motherfucker who, who who killed somebody. Yeah, yeah you know <laughs> I what mean, though? That, when he when he acts, he acted cool yeah, yeah. and calm, and was also talking about smoking on somebody's ops. I mean, that's a pretty rare person who gets to like pull off that fucking. Yeah, image, no, no. You know? I, I think the ignorance is kind of like built in with him. When it when it came to me, and I've realized, you know, even kind of um, doing this podcast and figuring out what's the voice they want. Like a lot of times, I keep hearing mm-hmm. people say the same shit. They're like, "Yo." Yo, we want Twitch academics. Just violate and this. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, like as much as you might think whatever is alcohol fueled to this and third, and sometimes definitely it is, you mm. know, but like these are passionate moments. Like I really feel that way. Like I remember, I remember like e- e- even the shit that got us to be at odds. I just remember I was, I was trying to negotiate what really ended up being this. I don't even think Spotify was in the equation yet. Mm-hmm. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at complex. I'm looking around. And I could tell, that's the thing about working for corporate. You could tell when everybody's checked out. Like, is it, everybody's like, all right, we're just going to keep this moving until. I would assume everybody who works at Complex has that vibe. <laughs> well, yo, I have another story. I, have a, well, I anyway. work there, I will check the fuck out, too. I would be, I would be taking a half hour of shit. <laughs> I'd be all kinds of shit. Yo, so I, I'm I'm there. I'm like, yo, okay, cool. Like, I could tell, like. You know, they want they want the vibe, like, you know, I love Wayne, but they want the vibe of the screen. Like, they want a fucking, like, spectacle. Yeah. And I'm like... He can do that. Ooh. Gilly can go wrestle mode on whack and scream at him, and it's cool because, like, he's, he's like a verified street dude. Yo, People appreciate that from him. I kid you not, the more I've done content since... And I love Wayno. I think Wayno is a very logical person. He, you know, he stands for what he stands for. But I, but there's some people who want the show. It's kind of like ESPN. They just recently separated um, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, right? And really, what they really want to make that show really at its peak again, they want Skip Bayless, a guy who's just kind of like a bit of a lunatic, just no fuck facts. Like this is just what I think, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna grab loose <laughs> pieces of facts to, right. to, to make it sound. And then a guy who's Kind of based on logic, but just shouts and screams, and you know it, it becomes entertaining in general. Ever since then, I've I've thought if 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 it was like a everyday struggle type thing, if they couldn't get Joe, it would probably have to be like me and Gilly or like me and me and like um Whack because the the Whack Six Nine thing. I still tell them to this day. I say yo yo Whack won that shit. I said Whack controlled the fucking room in a way and got you frustrated. And I was telling Six, I, he got you to get up, leave the center. It, it's so fucking interesting mm. that, you know, it's unbelievable. But I learned a lot from that, you know? Yeah, I mean, because to me, the moment I thought that 6 9 was really like 
the most talented fucker in the fucking world was when I saw him go on the Breakfast Club and basically just run that shit. Like, you're around a bunch of broadcasters. Charlamagne does this for a living. And he went on that interview and 100% controlled the narrative of that fucking podcast, uh, that show, so much. And then when I saw Wack basically, like, do the, the same thing, 269, that's when I realized the 6ix9ine thing was really over. I'm like, what? You just let Wack just run you over, bro. Like, like the fact that 6ix9ine mm. couldn't win the tone battle in that podcast to me was proof that it was just like you can't go anywhere from there like your 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 character that you're projecting what? to the world has kind of just taken a mortal blow right there and whack whack is a formidable foe one way or another i do wish that i wish whack had been a little bit more educated about who exactly 69 put away because yeah. if if whack had came with the facts yeah, which yeah. whack doesn't really give a shit enough about to like come with all the details yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, he he could have left Daniel in a fucking body bag, bro. I like what well, like give me an example, give me an example. I don't even want to like go into the details, but like if he really cuz you know 69 always does the thing where he says, "Oh, but they was fucking my baby mama." Yeah, yeah. There's one Yo, person who may you, Have and, you interviewed Shorty? You've interviewed Shorty. No, nah, but I I was DMing him right before he got locked up. So You were DMing who? Shorty. Like No, 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 not not, not Shorty. I mean Shorty, like like the girl who Oh, yeah, yeah, a couple times. Oh, okay. Sarah okay. Molina. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you believe? I don't think he fucked her because I don't really see the. I don't really see Shoddy being like Mister Sexy Pants guy that, that she would want to fuck in the first place. Like she's young and like not. I, I just Shoddy don't not really, attracted to you. He gonna hear this. I just don't really. They like, play I don't job. really find that idea so compelling. That you she don't like boy so man tempted by Shoddy that she had to fuck yeah. her her baby daddy's manager. And I don't really feel like he was. But like, you got to think about it though. If if, if Women, when what, when knowing that their guy is constantly cheating on them, you're right. They always want to get back. But at the same time, I mean, he's denied it. She denied it. I never heard anybody who who seemed to like really swear up and down that it happened. Besides him, yo. Truth be told, I might even like no one knows this. And by the way, you know, no, 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 nigga, yo, yo, I'm gonna get at you, Adam, for in a second. But yo, I might get the real truth. By the way, I've talked to him many times. He he always says I've talked to Shadi off camera stuff that I won't even say that he. That votes that he still sticks on the point he never did it. Right. The only thing would that would really prove it, which I don't even I'm thinking I probably won't. Six nine said there was text messages, and in the discovery, like I know someone who's still trying to. Which I, I think that case is so over. There's still someone who's like petitioning the court for like discovery details, and I think they released the entire shoddy like text message record or archive, mm, and. Okay. Who knows? Like, if, if if you find a message in there that's incriminating, yeah. that I mean, would mean something. I'm not married to my opinion that they didn't fuck. It just kind of seems that way to me. But if Wack had been able to properly make the argument of, well, look at these other 10, 12 black dudes yeah, that yeah. you fucking got locked up that obviously didn't fuck your baby yeah, mama, yeah, yeah. that did everything for you, boom, he wins the fucking argument. He 6 9 has no idea what to say to that. Uh -huh. And I, to me, that would have just been an open and shut case right there. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay, so this is where I got to get at you. Because the reason why, and I felt bad, and I, just because in in all honesty, and I always tell people, I'm like, it doesn't help me if I'm going to war with Adam or any other media mm. that I consider new media. Because it's like infighting, crab yeah, in the barrel shit, and not really focused on what's really, who really don't want us to be bigger than where we are I mean, I and to have more you influence. You being with Meek and Nikki was, is, was good for your career. You think so? Yeah, because it it like increased the 
miss the mythos of, of academics because it's like i've never really seen a media personality like go at yeah. top level rappers and basically just shit on them and attack them like that i mean but but you had something to gain there the same way like bro mgk smacked my hand at rolling loud right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he ain't never saying anything about me publicly because at the end of the day you could be the biggest podcaster and you could be a, a pretty big artist yeah pretty big artist is way bigger than the biggest podcaster you know like the, at the end of the day so? the musician yeah like like look how big nikki is like in terms of like how many people know who she is or how many people have tuned into her music is so much bigger than podcasting no 100 talking about like popular music I've, I've looked at things though and i look at this with every every artist you better be in this for 25 because that's my plan mm. so 25 years from now i want my brand to be still around so even if you're bigger in this moment remember this is the, the trajectory of every artist is this than this <laughs> And even mm -hmm. if you're a legend like Nikki, where it's like this, then it continues and whatever, whatever. But she's gonna be Tina Turner. She's gonna have a remember who, in Vegas. You know, she's gonna be around forever, probably. Remember who helps set the narrative, and remember who, when in this love him, hate him, and love you again industry, is going to be here to try to be fair or going to be here to have your back during the hater moments. Remember the people who you fucked over and stepped on. Right. And for me, I take it all personal, bro. But your goal is 25 years. Like to, to me, that's kind of like, Oh no, you, you don't got like an escape plan at some point. Like, like I, I, and I really, I, I mean, part of it is like, no, this is good. Hold on. Yeah. Keep it going. No, no, no. Keep it going. I mean, like, I'm just saying like, you really think that like, this is exactly what you want to do for 25 years. Cause from my perspective, like what I want to do with my time changes a lot. And that is like something that I just, am kind of always, dealing with is that like you know like i'm always my brain wants to go in different directions do different things like i i feel you that like there's a lot of allure to like you know being the heavyweight champion that has won fucking 40 fights like beat, beat 40 motherfuckers on the come up but at the same time isn't the whole dream to kind of like make 100 million dollars and then just kind of like be able to do whatever the fuck you want at a certain point too like i don't know like if, if i knew i had to do this for 25 years i might just be like ah. Doing this at 63? I don't know, bro. Maybe not Is the same right? way, but like... Yeah, no, no, no. I get what you're saying, but maybe not the same way, right? You know, obviously, I don't want to be beefing with motherfuckers like when I'm 60 <laughs> or like... You know what I mean? Right. But 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 honestly, I don't... And this going to sound sad. Like, all my... And I was talking about this right before you even got here. And I was just talking about like, you know, just family life and other things that might, you know... To this day, there's nothing that excites me more than hip hop. Like, there's mm -hmm. like, it, do I have investments other places? Cool, yeah. but there's nothing that I would ever wake up. There's nothing I would lose sleep for, wake up this early for. Mm -hmm. Basically, just dedicate my whole like. I, maybe I need a new passion. And it's interesting. I'm even saying that, or even you said that to me, because I said the same exact thing about Drake and Nicki. I'm like, yo, Nicki just had a kid, basically a forty. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, she's dedicated. Like, don't laugh, man. Like, That's true, though. You just yeah. had a kid. You're like 40, no, man. She's like my, she's like, literally my exact age, and she's a kid. So it's, it's you know what I mean? no, yeah. but, but I said, I said, think about this. She's been that chick for so long. Yeah. And she's been obsessed with being number one. Mm. They've mentioned people who are, ba there was a time that people were like, hey, Maybe uh, uh, Iggy Azalea could be the one. And she was just in the pocket of, fuck that. Let me just defend my crown. Yeah, I remember that and well. It sounds ridiculous, but the only thing other than of recent I've seen her care about in her life 
is this rap career and the stature she holds. Mm. And I've said it about Drake, and I'm like, yo, think about where Jay-Z was once he got to around where Drake was. He was like, all right, cool, I'm retired. Yeah, he dipped. Yeah. He's like, yo, fuck with these artists. Like, he was just trying to do so many different things, clothing the same third. Drake still to this day. I could imagine him waiting for the next little baby verse. Be like, yo, play me that shit. Mm. Oh, that nigga's snapping. Yo, I'm getting back in the booth. Because think about all the things that Drake could do right now if he wanted to. Drake could be a number one movie star. He knows that if he becomes a movie star, that it'll probably negatively impact his music career. And I, I, somehow Yo. in his mind, what he wants to do is he wants to have the longest, most dominant time he already has as it, the king of rap music. Yeah, and I mean, that's just what... Now it's kind of like, all right, when are you going to... Yo, I had a conversation with him, and I won't... I, I, won't, I don't want to say what he responded, but I, I, I... This is after Scorpion, and I'm saying to him, I'm like, yo... Yo, Drake, the only thing left is you got to drop an album and a movie, same time, same weekend, mm. prove to everybody that fuck the music. Like, we saw Eminem do it. Mm. We saw 50 do it. We saw a lot of the main people who have been like, you know, and, and I don't necessarily, but, but even Jay was was definitely heavily involved in movies or at least, you know, um, supporting state property and, and stuff they were doing. Or at least Dame Dash with it with paid in full. Like he was they're at least adjacent to it. Drake is not focused on really getting somebody else on on his label. Mm. It's not focused <laughs> on venturing. The only thing I can say is like wine. Like he'd be like, yo, fuck with Virginia Black. Mm. What is yeah. that? I mean, I think. Yeah, he has like a one-track mind, at least to you know a certain extent at this point. Like he just wants to have this fucking run and be as great as possible. And I, I think the thing about Drake is that he pays attention to everybody else's careers so intently, and he's like a sponge where he's really like actually taking in information from people who are way smarter than him. So he knows what would happen to his career if he became a movie star right now. Whereas most people are at the top of their career, they're like. What bad could happen? I'm going to be a movie star. Yo, I, I, you, I look at Rihanna. You maybe want people to think about you both ways. Yo, I look at Rihanna, and I'm telling you, they've been begging Rihanna to put out music for the longest. And Rihanna's just like, yo, Fenty Beauty's popping off. Yo, uh, maybe she don't even perform. She's just mm. like, listen, either cop this or just keep waiting. I think that's so cool. And, and, and like, okay, so, so to sum it up, right, like, and I hate to, I don't want to put myself in that, you but I, what, I definitely can, put. Can I just throw this before you do that? When I heard Lil Baby say, I ain't got 100 mil yet, I can't chill yet. I was like, that's a rapper right there who at least has like a, a line in his mind that if he gets to this amount of money, then he could kind of chill. Because most of these rappers are like kind of broke enough that the idea of retiring is not even close to their mind, you know? But like, I, you know, like some people like, you know, I, I love going and doing interviews every day. But if I had $100 million, I don't know how many interviews I'm going to do. It's like, maybe, maybe I'm going to do a little less interviews. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I would just do movies or something like that. Like it, it mm -hmm. like I can't figure out there's anything. And I even watch it. I see. I'm like, yo, this nigga Adam doing. And I mean, well, I would obviously assume you like porn, but mm -hmm. like I'm like, I see this nigga still doing some BMX shit. Like he show. He's. I'm like, maybe he has other passions. I really do. I really have no passion other than this music shit. Mm. The porn, is that sad? The porn thing is the biggest test of my passion for rap music and hip hop content because why because i can make so much fucking money doing porn shit that i could never think about no jumper again and not like me fucking on camera but in the fact that i realized that within porn i can do 
things and create brands the same way that I did in BMX and hip hop, I realized, oh, I can do that in porn music and, or in porn, porn content. You just porn them. music. Yeah, this guy, man. Brian Pumper. Uh, I realized that I could do that. Yo, Brian Pumper got a hit on you, man. If like, you've been mentioning him too much, and now you took over his scene. He took, took over his lane. He took over my life. Uh, <laughs> Brian Pumper, no, that was not what I meant to say. Uh, in porn, if I woke up every week and, and did 40 hours of work in the adult sector, I can make way more money than doing no jumper stuff. But what do I care about? Do I care about making as much money as possible or do I care about being respected, culturally relevant, et cetera, et cetera? So I'm doing both. Okay. So, so, and again, a non, even though I'm a definitely, I'm the biggest pocket watcher ever, but still. Um, let's have a non numbers, but theoretical conversation. Huh. Do you really believe that what you could like, remember, again, I, I'm giving you the, the nod of no jumper is a top four. Right. Hip hop platform. Mm -hmm. I look at what I could do. Like, I look at what's to come, what I've done, where I'm at, and I'm like, ain't no fucking way I could get more doing some other shit. Like, ain't no fucking mm -hmm. way. Right. Like, 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 why do you even have that mentality? I guess, like, at a certain point, I just realized that if I kept doing no jumper stuff exclusively for the rest of my life, that it was just, there was going to be a ceiling on that financially. And it's a pretty good ceiling, but I also think that, you know, there, there is, you know, in terms of me being the kind of person I want to be where I don't want to fucking go, I don't want to do almost anything that I don't want to do. And I just basically, I'm like following my own fucking compass of what feels natural to do. And when I do the porn stuff, which when I talk about it right now, it's yeah, like there's yeah, an element that, of me being in it. Hold on. Which does I don't it seem really, natural though? I don't consider that the long term of it. I consider that to be kind of something I'm doing to get in the game. Yeah, and yeah, at yeah. some point, me using my penis to make money is not going to fucking matter at all. It's just I'm yeah. I'm kind of using it as an entryway, <laughs> me doing some what? of the content myself to get myself in the door to support my girl's career, etc. But ultimately, it's like, I've just done, I've created enough successful businesses now at this point that I feel like I could do that in multiple different realms. And I look at the adult content thing. Somebody said to me recently, they said, if you're, if you're not selling sex or violence, then you're not doing it right. And I just keep thinking about that because I, I tried to sell videos. Were they black? Of, no, I don't think so. But <laughs> I tried to sell BMX videos for yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah. That's not an easy sell. <laughs> motherfuckers my guy's uh, just like casually watching videos over there. it's 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 not that easy you know like there's a lot of things selling clothes is hard all things considered making youtube videos you made, people to you watch made probably them. a shit ton off like yo them little kendama shits like what the fuck is that like and you can make you I, made a million off that I, keep it on it nah what a million hell no we don't sell that many of them but i could make a good no living. jumper if merch. i dedicated myself to that 100 yeah i, I linked I with do, a girl one day business i linked one and i think it was in the height of her beef uh-huh like you know we're, we're like we're beefing like motherfucking i don't know like uh young and ace and uh <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> the other guy there again. Uh, Julio. That, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean um yo and 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 shorty pulls up she has the no jumper hoodie on and i'm like who no nah, i don't even think you know her oh Oh, I don't know. Maybe you do, do that. Hell. Like maybe you fucked or something like that. I don't know. But, but like anyway, cool she tip. shows up with this shit. I'm like, like, so I had a cop. I'm like, you don't know what's going on. Like, it's kind of like being <laughs> you in had a, a random girl come over and she had a no jumper hoodie on. <laughs> yes, but but Damn. no, no, hold on. She she fucks. You gotta rappers. up your standards. No, nah, yeah, I, I be fucking right. <laughs> no, she fucks every every verified lit SoundCloud. Right? I gotta up my standards. That's true. But but but, but anyway, if a like, girl came over and she was wearing CN merch, I'm, I don't know. Now nah, you got now nah, you gotta you gotta give him that dick. No, I would give her the dick to okay. tell you. Would you? 
Well, I would that's just, some Drake shit. Yeah, but I'm more like, there's less like ego in it for me. It's more just like this is funny. I'm fucking for the memes. For real. Well, I'm down to. I thought you fucked Selena for the meme. What did no you didn't fuck, didn't her. fuck no, no, no 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 you had her get fucked. Yeah. Well, not for a <laughs> meme, but I mean she wanted to do it and it was that may be dropping soon if she wants. What what's the situation with her? Because you know again, first of all, that's you know in me and you beefing. I despised when you guys kind of there was two narratives and I know I'm a part of media too so I know narratives that I handed six nine a condom. <laughs> yo yo. Adam, could you at least, you've asked everybody and their mom about it. Could you ask me about what happened? I mean, I think you kind of ironed it out at one point, right? Or like you said that like <laughs> you, I don't know. She said that like you went in to hand him a condom when he was a motherfucker. But I don't really remember like, sorry, so what's your version of it? No, listen, you know, first of all, so I'm glad we're so past Sounds like this. being a good friend. No, well, first of all, I don't care. I don't care if he catch an STD. Like, shit, he might have <laughs> catched a bullet at that time. I would care if I was him, though. If I was him, I would have well, worked on him with her, so. You, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, if, you know, or I gave I him all the warnings. Touch- I gave him all the warnings. I was like, hey, you should probably take her phone. The first thing she does, because he does when she comes over, um, because he's the same type of guy and, and, and wanting to go viral, he's like, where's your phone? Let's do a video. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I linked them two together because it, it was... It, Six Nine was complaining to me like, "Yo, you're the only fucking like, like big media blog covering me. Why doesn't the shade room care about me?" And I'm like, "Dude, you're beefing with just niggas. Like, if you want to be on another level, and by the way, this is a strategy. Huh. You know how many fake relationships that people are seeing on, on, on like, you know, on shade room, and they're like, oh my god, like we want to be them, and they're like, yeah, they did it for Instagram. You're making I- me feel like I got to pay more attention to shade room." No, of course. I think I follow them, but I don't really see their posts on my feed that often. Yo, I remember saying about a particular rapper, I won't say I won't say who it is, but I'm pretty sure they'll grab a piece of it, a piece of this, and be like, we know who you're talking about. And I said, their girl on Shade Room is more lit than them as a rapper. Right. And if they if they both dropped, say she dropped a makeup line versus mm. he dropping an album, she's selling more than him. Right. Like, Shade Room is actually that powerful. Damn. That's crazy. And I, and I looked at that and I was How do like, I get on there. No, you're black. No, you're white. So they don't fuck with you. No, but, but, but anyway, <laughs> with the Selena thing. So I hooked them up. I hooked them up, whatever, whatever. And the fucking narrative came out weird. So even when, like, you know, obviously, blah, blah, you know, you know we went back and forth. Cool. But you was, I always thought you and Selena linking up was like, I was like, that's, this is a Drake shit. I heard Drake would just, would literally just try to fuck. The ex girlfriends, baby mamas, and girlfriends of all of his ops. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So when I see you, dude, I'm like, yo, Adam, come on, bro. <laughs> Using your dick as a weapon is some crazy shit. Is that what you were doing? No, I didn't even fuck her. But no, no, not f- of course, because at that point she kind of made it, like to be honest, it, only if you were like fucking, you had like HIV, you would have been fucking her at that point. So, but you just wanted to be like, yo, hey. I've ran the narrative that they're in a relationship. Now I'm going to be the puppeteer to have some random porn star just fuck the shit out of her and Aquilobat. I mean, I think my mentality at that time was just like, oh shit, like you're down to do porn for me and you're going <laughs> to you're gonna let me own this content and all I got to do is pay you and then pay this guy to smash you. A nigga named Trace Longs? That's an interesting No, name. it was Rod Piper. Rob No, actually, Rob Piper, not Rod Piper. What the fuck is your porn name? 
Adam 22. I didn't switch. I'm not taking it so serious that I need a different name. So are you like a actual porn star? Or is it like an amateur? Yeah, I, I was arguing no. about this. I was I was on Instagram live with some chick, and everyone was saying, "Yo, this chick is a real porn star," mm. and I was like, "No, this is just a chick who does OnlyFans, not because right, she yeah. fucks everybody." And then they were like, "Oh, here are professional scenes." So then I asked, I said, "Are these are scenes that they look professional, but it's going on our OnlyFans, or is owned by a company? What makes you a porn star?" All right, so I don't consider myself a porn star because I have seen what it actually takes to be a male porn star. And it's actually a fuckload of work, and the like, like a very small percentage of guys would be able to do what those dudes do. Well, just just to put it in in comparison and picture, before you fuck the girl, like say say you're gonna do like eight different positions in the the porno. Wait, this is scripted? Like they tell you yes, like eight? Yes. So so say, you're not just fucking. It's no, not just and, like yo. And I've never seen this, but I've heard it from other girls that they will have different scenes that were popular in different porn videos they'll, they'll have a thumbnail pulled up from oh this scene of this girl did really good on Pornhub at this moment in the video like this one wow. scene is really popular so we're going to basically recreate that exact scene and so basically like the the male porn star will have to pose in each of those scenes with the girl for photos with a full boner and then once he does all that, which might take an hour or two, then he has to then fuck her in all those positions. You might have to have a boner for like six, seven hours on set on command when a motherfucker tells you to get a boner. That's just OD. I cannot do that. You're, you're popping like Rhino or like Viagra, I haven't done. Right? I pull up on some regular ass shit. Like, no way. Hell yeah. I'm not believing shit. That. I pulled up to the hotel room the other day. My girl and the fucking Kazumi girl. I fucked him. Yo, I'm gonna be Had honest. A good time. F chilled. Ordered room service. Fucked them again. Boom. They got two scenes. I was only there like an hour and a half, two hours. Yo, yo, like in all transparency, I felt so embarrassed. I almost like, like I almost felt like I had to explain myself afterwards. There was a situation where like there were two girls and me and my homie, we we're going to fuck them in the same room. And I just couldn't get hard. But really, the the, the thought of a male being in the room, mm. I'm, I'm like, it has to be, it has to be intimate enough yeah. where I'm like, it's just me and the girl and it's private enough. And like, I just couldn't get hard. I don't and, and I was like, yo, like, damn, I probably yeah. look like the lame ass nigga. I'm not like that, but I feel like most dudes are like that or like pretty close to that. Like they're closer to that than like a male porn star who could fuck for eight hours on camera so, in front of a crew of people. So Big your dick is hard lights. and a motherfucker got a camera like, Multiple five cameras. inches away from it, and they'll they'll say like, "Cut! Oh, we're gonna like reset up the lights or some shit for twenty minutes, and you gotta stay there and stay hard, bro." That shit's crazy. I'm just saying, I that's, that's why I am I refuse to put myself in that category because that shit is od. Wait, so what do you do? Like, how, how do you? I mean, I just pull up and and fuck like really on some regular shit, except I'm holding the phone. Wait, wait. Well, if you have, you don't have like videographers, anyone? We've else? done that too, but most of that shit ain't dropped yet. Okay, okay, but but if it's a dude, like you could stay hard with another dude, like right there, like. I never had to. I've never worked with another dude. No, no, no. Not like you fucking a dude. Oh, the cameraman. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Yo, no, but I thought, such a I thought you meant like me not and no, another Jimmy dude Smack fucking stuff, side by side. With oh no, 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 no. Would you be open to uh, uh, um um because you only do scenes with Lena, right? Yeah. Would you be open to like you know what I mean letting Jimmy Smacks come in and just you know pipe around while you piping out? Definitely like, not. Him. I seen a dick in his face, but um, <laughs> wait, what's the problem with that? <laughs> You got to be more accepting We're not going to get Dave Chappelle canceled right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. I don't know. I'm not going there. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We like we thought about it because there's like... Wait, wait, wait. Even before that. Wait, wait. Is there testing and shit that yeah, happens? Yeah, yeah, Everybody got to get tested before. So who cares if Jimmy Smash was sucking on the cock if nah, you're you right, on that I'm type of stuff, right? But right, no, cool. like, I, I want to fuck him with somebody weird like that. Like, like yeah. there was a scene one time where, where there's a girl that we fuck with and she got a, a man and like... 
we talked about it like oh, her like, man watching y'all no no we didn't even do anything but we were talking about like would you be down and i was kind of like I, I, I don't really care like if i'm fucking his girl and he's fucking you like do i really care like and nah. that's my fiance nah nah i don't know yo, I don't... Someone him. I don't know what the... <laughs> hold on now. I, I gotta get to... yo because this you know you know why we gotta talk about this but this... that shit is so okay just to put it this is the source of our beef culturally in rap that's some weird ass shit I just said that I would even consider it, right? Yo, this culturally is... in porn, that's just normal. Okay, no, absolutely. But the reason why I had to have such a, a like a, a huge reaction to like even some of the things that I felt that you allowed to be narrative, I was like, I'm black, Adam. If mm. it is said that Shorty is my girlfriend, which she's never been, and I walk in the room and I say, "Here's a condom, go fuck her." Mm. That's called like some cuck stuff. Like if you mm. do it, they'd be like, "Yo, uh, it's Adam. It's cool." Mm. Yeah, I mean, it might be, but like, yo, like, I mean, Tyler the Creator's out here being him. I I, I don't know how much of like for, for I look at him as still performative art. Like you know, what I mean, I haven't seen him kiss a dude. He said he came out of the closet on Flower Boy. I know, but even if you came out the closet, I don't think you should be kissing a dude. I mean, we've seen him with Lil Nas X. He, he's doing the most. <laughs> he's Yo, he popping he's his booty owning it. He's, he's proving you could be full-blown gay and be a rapper. the point of exactly why I went at you Couple is- sneaky gay rappers. Is exactly why Jack Harlow is fucking flirt. Yo, he pressed Lil Nas X at the award show, and nobody said nothing. It was cool. It was kind of like, I bet. If I was Jack Harlow, it was kind of a joke I would make, too. So when I saw that, I was like, damn, that actually like went over well. Like, wow, like- this culture is actually like more open-minded than I thought of, but mostly when it comes to a handsome white rapper. Hold on. Before I, cause I can't get out of my mind. You wouldn't legitimately consider letting another nigga fuck Leno. I mean, we talked about it. I don't, she, she was actually like more weirded out by the idea that I was open to the idea of it. Yo, Adam, what's up with you, man? Oh, you, I'm yo, a Adam, guy. Adam, you touched take home to mama. No, you've touched millions of, and I guess like you know I've had this rant, especially with you know, because you know sometimes I feel like all the hot chicks are doing OnlyFans. I gotta go get an ugly ass chick, man. Like the only the ugly chicks ain't doing OnlyFans. Anytime a girl looks <laughs> in the mirror and be like, yo, dudes want to fuck me. You know the next thing they say, I can monetize this. Like they're yeah. so smart with it now, right? You gotta get a girl from Complex or something. Get a girl who who, who, who thinks that OnlyFans would fuck her career up, so she's holding out. I would say something about that, but they had a, listen, the reason, the reason why I jumped on the Chrissy Teigen sword is oh, kind of partly because oh, Complex is going through their own, their mm, own okay. sexual assault thing. So listen for all the beautiful right, women. Don't fuck that, any Complex employees. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I never fucked where I worked at, though. Okay. Well, you ever fucked any No Jumper, like, you know, employees? No. You don't, you, do you double dip, though, in, in a way of like, hey, you're recording me, like, you know, interviewing motherfucking Draco the Ruler in the next, and, and, and like 15 minutes after he leaves, you're recording me, like, doing a fucking bukkake with, you know what I mean, my girl and somebody else. Like, <laughs> bukkake. No, for real. <laughs> you never um, know what it is. No, because, okay, number one, no jumper employees, if they are going to be hired to film any kind of adult stuff, they, sign they a have to sign separate paperwork for each individual scene. And really, anyone who doesn't want to even. Like we we warn her, we tell everybody beforehand. Like the couple times that we have had to use the no jumper space to shoot porn stuff, we tell every employee. I seen a chick squirt on y'all chairs, man. That shit was crazy. She squirted on the ground. Man, I, I see. There's a little residue on there. She had a butt pillow, if I'm thinking of the right one. But my yeah. man over there, he kind of he's like, nah, it got on there. You see it? Sit in that chair. You see it? Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
right, hold on. How professional versus uh, yo, Adam? I ain't gonna let you get out of here without acting like you had an ego. We're all men. I gotta and, pee, but I, I gotta pee, and then we can talk for like another hour and a half. Is oh, that no. possible? Uh, of course. Or, or are we like kind of done? All right. Anyway, <laughs> let me just ask. I gotta ask. Why would you even entertain the idea of somebody else fucking the mother of your child? It's knowing that y'all engage, right? Yeah. It's why? Art. It's art. It's not fucking art. That's what the thoughts say that, like, yo, when they're broke as hell and they're like, my body is art. No, you just want to get naked and you want to profit off it. Like, listen, yo, yo, some of the greatest artists never sold their work. Hmm. Everybody who's saying it's art, you will let, would you let somebody fuck her for free? No. Exactly. So it's not really art. This is actually something that's a transaction. This is content, not art. See, I don't even know how I feel about it because we we just had a hypothetical conversation about it because I think I realized that I wouldn't mind swinging with this other couple. And I thought that was weird because in my head, I always felt like I would never be down for that. Then I thought about it a little bit and I was like, would it really bother me? But- I'm pretty sure she's open to be like, yo, hey, let's exclude the other guy. You can fuck us both. Because I, I ain't going to lie. I'm like, yo, that's dope what you do. Like, no, but this girl that we were having the conversation about, she doesn't do scenes with anybody her besides her man. But, you know, that's why it was like a hypothetical. We were just like, what if? But, yeah. Hey, I was having like a little think tank to myself on like just where everybody goes in this space. And I was like, yo. I, I, and I said what you kind of said before. I said, yo, Adam is setting this shit up that he, like, he definitely won't be on camera. He'll run mm. a business that, you know, puts other women on camera. Mm. And 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 I'm like, I still can't believe, like, I st I think I may have told you, I'm like, man, like, you love your, you love your, your girl, your future wife, get her out of the way, man. Let, mm. <laughs> you'll put the other scallywags But she's a real hustler, too. Like, I mean, because it's not like it's a insignificant amount of money that she makes you know like it's not like she doesn't do anything that comes between our relationship and everything but she really is like just as motivated as i am to make money and shit and i don't know to, to me that's kind of like a big like like okay to me i've already made i made not a great living for a long time doing the bmx stuff and now i've made a very good living for a period of time doing rap stuff to me, one of the things that I would consider like a real challenge that I want to do is I want to create a multi-million dollar business that doesn't involve me sitting on camera talking because that's like pretty you much- You could do it in rap. Yeah, you could. I, but well, I'm just saying that I, everything I've made for myself, all the money I made has pretty much been from me being on camera. You know, No Jumper's growing into something that's bigger than that, but- You got to get better po podcasts. That's all you got to do. You know what I mean? People, like, are, are other people on the channel. Yeah, like I ain't gonna House lie. Phone couldn't come. He wanted to come. Like, like the the other joints you got, like you got popping. You had something with the Selena thing, but you just had to, you had to learn how to control that got it. Very spicy. No, very no of quick, course yeah. you gotta you gotta control it. Yeah. The, the rest of the people are too like they're gonna be drowned out by how big of a personality and also platform you have. They'll never make enough waves on your platform to steer the ship. To also influence the narrative. I know I always have to be on camera for No Jumper, most likely, and that's cool. But you know, like if I could create something in the porn world, like I in my head, I'm gonna create something in the porn world that has absolutely nothing to do with me being on camera, and I'm gonna sell it for like twenty million dollars or whatever the fuck it is. And it's like that to me would be like an, twenty million. I, there's a lot of money 
in porn. No, I'm saying you can make that in hip hop. The fuck? Maybe I, Wait, I'm, just throw, I'm, I I'm just throwing out 20 million, whatever. I like, I'm I just saying that that to I'm me, a pocket watcher. that I'm would pocket. make me feel like I had really like accomplished something new in my life if I was able to create a business and sell it because I've never done that. And I would like to be able to create a business that's not just like mostly about me being on camera. Okay, again, just I've continually heard about just like this excess or you know lucrative amount of funds that when it comes to you know doing adult content, there's a time you weren't, and it didn't seem like you were like you had a a a, a liking to it at first, but it looked like you mm. tried it and you're cool with it. Like, what are we talking about? It doesn't have to be what necessarily you're making or what your girl making or what y'all both making together. It's like, are we talking? Um, are we, are we talking six figures, seven figures, eight figures? Like, I don't think nine figures. Man. Because when, when I keep hearing numbers, I'm still, I'm like, yo, listen. If somebody tells me right now, yo, Ak, if you start fucking on camera, you could, you know, end up making or or, 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 or you could make up to $20 million. $20 million from the actual fucking is yeah. one thing. Building a business is worth $20 okay. million is a, another thing. But I'll say this is that like many, 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 many times we've had a girl on the No Jumper Patreon and she's gone from like close to nothing to $100,000 a month from just going on the, our Patreon. And, we, and that's what we're doing now. That's one of the other businesses that we're building in the uh, adult landscape. we got a couple girls signed, working on a couple more. Damn, I, I feel like I'm almost seeing them. Yo, I'm I'm watching how Adam is treating this whole thing. We might have a transaction right here. Adam, would you sell the rap portion of No Jumper to me if you had an opportunity just to make ten times more in the porn space? Because for me, I can, no matter what I do, I will never leave rap. Mm. They gotta get me out of here. I, I'm gonna be in this shit no matter what. My son, like I'm gonna look at my son as soon as he's born and be like, "Let me teach you how to do it." <laughs> uh, like, we gotta get it going on. Right. I mean. I already feel like I'm kind of made that decision because it's like realistically, if I wanted to wake up every morning and profit maximize and make the most money I could, I would probably just do, I would, I would wake up every day. I would find different girls to sign. I would like, I feel like if I really put my mind to that part, that business, oh my God, I could be so fucking outlandishly successful. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to interview some fucking rappers tomorrow that have like 200 K views on their most popular videos. But I really think that they're fire and dope and like, that just it just feels like I have to do that, and so, but that's why when I think about a little bit hundred mil yet, I can't chill yet. It's like, well, would that be different if I had a hundred mil? I don't know. Yo, he says he's at fifty and he's still going hard. Yo, how much is is a porn thing your girl thing versus your thing? Like, how much is it like you realize that this is something she realizes that she's one of the leaders in and she could affect and kind of even create the new, you know, infrastructure for? And obviously you could assist and you're like, hey, I want to be a part and mm. help you and also build with you. I think honestly, like, it's the most 50-50 partnership I could imagine because we both have very different things that we're bringing to it. But also really at the end of the day, I feel like me and her making like a business out of the porn stuff, which is might sound kind of weird to people because they don't even know what I'm talking about. Cause it hasn't dropped yet. But the idea of us like working together and creating a business in that space is kind of like, just like a, a fun thing that we're doing together. Like she, she tries to get me to play fucking Legos with her sometimes too. I mean, you know, like, like to me, like us creating this business together, like, it's kind of like that. That's just my thing. I make businesses, I guess. Like I've done it a, a bunch of times in my life, and I feel like with me and her, like we connect over it a lot. And I think we both believe that we could, like you know, bring a lot to the content that we're making and the machine that we're creating and stuff. I have a lot of ideas in that space that I don't even 
think they're profitable enough for me to like spend my time on it. But I don't know, like to me, like it would feel like a big, oh, and you want to know dollar amounts. I mean, like I know a ton of girls who make half a million dollars a month. And when I say a ton, actually, I'm not okay. probably talking like that. So, many, so, but right, that okay, that's okay. a top I'm, girl. I'm, like I'm, top girl could yo, make that. I had this, I had this, even this argument with this girl on, on um, Fresh and Fit. And, 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 you know, like, I hate this about OnlyFans. They're like, yo, I'm a top, I'm .01, like, top whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yo, listen, first of all, we got to talk about, it says .01 or .1%. Like, there's a million other people that's mm. doing that that's not making that. Oh, yeah. But, like, even if you are making that, how long and how sustaining is that? Like, I've looked at it like, and just to give a realistic approach, right? So your girl who has done OnlyFans for a while, right? When she first went in, she probably didn't have to do as much. Like, mm. does yeah. the money kind of go down as it gets repetitive? Like, okay, we've seen Adam like donkey fuck you like three million times. Y'all got to switch it up, man. We want to see. Keep it we, new yo, and you got to bring AD on this joint to give you some dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that's one thing that I kind of showed her from the beginning is I was like, bro, when it comes to me doing YouTube content, it's all about collaborating. It's all about bringing new faces in, you know, and you'll notice that with every YouTuber is that like at a certain point, you want to interview somebody, you want to do a video with somebody. That's like one of the best ways to grow. I told her from the beginning, I'm like, your name is Lena the Plug. You need to be the plug for new chicks. So you like, you know, pimp. just make your shit as much as you can. And that 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 is also part of what we're building is I'm like, I'm like, you can make yourself new to the audience every time you fuck a different girl and like the thing of with what we're building too is like my girl realized at a certain point oh she's 30 like she's not gonna want to be doing only fans forever nor is it gonna like make sense at a certain point the girl that we signed the first girl that we signed my girl was on the phone with her for like two hours telling her everything that she knows about only fans and like how to make the most money out of your platform and everything and it's like this girl's talking about it afterwards like she just went to fucking harvard because it was so much information like i mean we we just realized that we could help these girls promote themselves. It's very hard to promote yourself as an OnlyFans girl. What are you doing? You're buying shout outs on other girls' stories and shit. It's like terrible. It it I look at that lane and some people have encouraged like your act, you know, like you've already done certain stuff. Like for example, shit, I've been on Instagram live the last two nights with like, you know, one of my homies and they got like some a couple of fatherless joints, you know. I mean, they're doing all type of stuff on live <laughs> and shit. Like in 2016, I used to have these women on my on my platform who were wild and right. Shoot, you know, one of them were even your girl at one point. It's like I look at all that and I'm like, you know what I'm scared of, scared about? As I, I I'm looking at the bags that could be lined up for me. I'm like, if yet if my name has anything with taking advantage of mm. sex trafficking. And I feel like that world brings a lot of really me too-ish or cancel-ish labels that I'm like, even $10 million, I could make $10 million. But it could, de you're right, it would definitely could close doors for me 100% in terms of like clean cut things or whatever. Like, you know, I don't think Adidas wants to give a fucking porn star a deal, right? <laughs> you know, like I would assume. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, of now, course. I've had that course. discussion too. I, yeah. I'm like, yo, listen. I'm like, listen. You know, uh, um, I don't want to give you the exact. I'm like, one of the reasons. I'm like, if I do that, I don't think Spotify knocks. Mm, definitely a possibility. This is the thing about it though is I want to build a platform that's uncancelable. Like I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to ever rely on, on advertiser money. I've I've heard that you were guest on a platform. I won't say what. Maybe off that. I'll say. 
And the platform's owner, right? Like the, the actual platform was like, yo, we don't really fuck with that episode. It was pushback. And it was kind of like, it's kind of like they're like, well, he's in, he's not in the space of where our advertisers will be happy. And I'm like, shit. That is something that, you know, at the level we are, we're at, where there's a lot of interest around you, me, and, and pretty much everyone who owns a platform or who has their name has been built up. How much do you care about advertisers' dollars versus, like, I'm pretty sure now, like, you know, you, you guys aren't caring about what advertisers pay you as opposed to, you know, what the direct audience is mm -hmm. going to, you know, hand well, over. I'll, I'll say this is that, like, okay, if I were starting from scratch right now and I wanted to build a media business. Yeah keeping your image clean so the advertisers will fuck with you is probably like one of the most important things you can do. I'm already in a situation where that's already a lost cause because my fucking image is definitely not clean, right? So at, at what point did you make that decision? Because like, you know, I, I was also thinking about myself and I was like, yo, in me going at you, and I feel like we still, still circling around us a little bit and touch on it, I was exponentially upset because we had a meeting with a company and they said, hey, listen, you know, and they had a couple questions and we had meetings to assure them of the Chrissy Teigen thing. Mm. They're like, yo, whatever, right? And then another company who brought it up as a potential red flag said, we'll take the meeting, blah, blah. We do like this guy. And whatever, and, and, and we get to the meeting and they're asking about motherfucking things that are like, you know, like, hey, well, what about this? What about that? And, you know what I mean? It was payment. And I'm like, fuck. Like, this is now affecting real shit that I got going on. So, but I, I, I've tried to play, like, I'm not the cleanest person that someone would want to get in business with, but I have to consider it. Like, at what point were you like, yo, man, you know what? Fuck you guys if you fuck with me. Cool. But I'm not even going to consider that anymore. Right. I mean, I'm down to take money from brands. I mean, we do the fucking Manscaped shit and the you know, all these random ass podcast ads and stuff. We do it because like, why would I not do it? But I, I would be very cautious on building a business that's really like based on that kind of advertiser money because then you're basically beholden to them. You have to start making all kinds of weird ass editorial decisions and stuff. And, and let me tell you, even just doing a simple brand deal is a fucking pain in the ass. Half the time you got to refilm it because they want you to say one extra sentence. You got to have the editor cut in all these fucking clips over and stuff. A lot of times it's just like, holy shit, this is not even worth it. So, and I know a lot of businesses, like I know people who run businesses that are basically like the whole business exists to make content for advertisers and they hate it they basically talk about it like it's the worst fucking business in the world to be in so if anything doing the patreon stuff and me realizing like oh i can make this amount of money from just you know like fucking getting money directly from my fans and i figured that out even in the same thing with like playing the music like friday we yeah. went on stream and made like twelve thousand dollars from fans what? donating for us to listen to music that's 100 song plays that's not really that crazy yo yo i kid you not when i first heard because you know I, I do twitch a lot right right and i remember people were like yo they were like yo you know i was doing soundcloud sundays and they were like yo you know how we love you like you literally just have a open email and if you see it you play it i was like yo and i still kind of feel like that now because like you know i do business with labels you know right. i'm very open about that yeah. but like I fucking clobber them over the head like I'm motherfucking, uh, I can't remember the reference, but like 
I hit them with such a fee that I'm like, Jesus Christ. But you're ta- you're not talking about, when you like, say I, that, you're no, not talking I, about individual posts. You're talking about to make a rapper actually seem like he matters, okay. like a bunch of posts combined. Is that what you're kind of talking about there? Yeah, no, well, it's, it's huge deals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, again, like, if I'm, I, I love to tell people, I'm like, yo, if, if I, lo- I love hopping on the phone with labels if we're talking six figures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've, I feel guilty, though, still, because I feel like my audience like they know that we have a business, but I never want to like try to exploit them. So, mm-hmm. I, so it's hard for me to even. I remember having this meeting with Twitch, and they're like, "Yo, you should encourage them to sub more." And I'm like, I hate asking my audience for mm-hmm. for stuff because the internet, and I'm part of that, has predicated us and kind of like you know made us feel like yo, all content should be free. Mm-hmm. And it's like people said it with music, music should be free. If you want to get rich, figure it out around the attention that you're already getting mm-hmm. by people consuming the free music. So, like, when it came to, like, the the whole SoundCloud Sundays thing, I was like, nah, I can't really just charge them. And then people were like, yo, wait, Adam is charging this. And I'm like, I'm like, is that, like, a sellout move? I mean, it's not that fun, to be honest with you. Like, you're kind of, I mean, it's, it's kind of fun, like, posted up on stream for 10 hours playing people's music. But it's also kind of, like, it's not the best content. It's a thousand an hour, okay. Two thousand an hour. Two thousand. Okay. All right. Usually, ten. That's twenty thousand. Well, I guess the other <laughs> the other day we were kind of chilling. We might have done like six, seven hours. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not. Yeah, I'm making a bag over here. This is a life. Well, we gotta make some money somehow or another. You know, because because you wh- make a lot of money. Yo, Adam, you're right. But I, the yo, YouTube, yo, you get, yo I look. The YouTube you now, yeah. it wasn't like that a while ago, and we didn't True. have the Patreon. When True. I think when True. I was in the back of the store and I was interviewing you, True. I was probably making twenty thousand dollars a month off off YouTube. And not anything else except the money from the donations. And I had to pay, like, whatever. How many many people were working for us? We got the bike shop. The bike shop ain't making shit. I got to pay the employees in there. So that was a very different time period than where we're at now, where the money from doing the live streams is, like, I could sell, you know, that's like a couple days worth of Instagram posts that are go up on the page or whatever. So it's not like I have to do it, but I do enjoy sitting around with my friends smoking weed for eight hours. So I mean, no, I guess no, that no. tells you something about me at this point in my life. No, no, of course, but but like, I, I, like YouTube now is a little bit better. Like YouTube's, you know what I mean? And we should yeah. probably not jinx it. You know what I mean? Yeah. YouTube, alright right now. You well, know but what I, mean? I had the month where I went from making forty thousand dollars a month to making four thousand dollars a month on really? YouTube. That that was like. A, a moment in my life where you probably was in the bathroom and just looked at your dick like yo we gotta go to work now fuck that <laughs> that didn't occur to me for a long time <laughs> after that but uh that was like when i was on tour with pump and perp which people yeah. are people are always like oh like those were the best vlogs ever and i'm like man i was taking i was taking drugs to ease the pain of realizing that i just lost 90 percent of my fucking income at that moment jesus that was a bummer but that's why i started streaming people's music i never would have I, I thought i was the richest man in the world making 40 grand a month off of that Hey, hey I, I was more judgmental to it as, you know, I, you know, like, for some reason, I feel like there's, I need to create, like, a holistic purpose or line that I'm like, you know what? Like, even now, I'm like, yo, I completely, like, I go crazy on the labels, but, like, if an independent artist came right now and said, yo, Ak, I got 10 bands for you, post this. And that happens all the time. Right. I'm like, I'll give an excuse or I won't do it. Because I'm like... You know, and I was even bringing it up recently about the Karen Silva thing. I'm like, yo, listen, you see these labels? They make billions of dollars. Like, mm. the moment they told me, they were like, yo, we spent, and I want to say for what artist, we spent like $300,000 to get this artist the cover of this magazine for, like, right before the album. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? And then they literally admitted, they were like, yo, truth be told, your platform, this platform, and this platform, 
means way more than that. And we paid that. The it just dawned on it slapped me. I was like three hundred grand. So I was like, yo, wait, just give me the money. Yeah. But but so I, I stopped feeling bad. But I, I like I've always like when it comes to uh, artists, I'm thinking of an artist working at Walmart for like four weeks, yeah. and they save their money up and they send it. I don't want them to send it to me because like yeah, that's what I was talking about the Karen Silver thing. Yeah. I was like, I know why Joiner is mad. Yeah, Joiner really was like, yo, I was down to my last dime. We gave you the money. We saw you on vacation, yeah. and what we thought was gonna happen did not happen. Because it's right on the No Jumper site that you can buy an Instagram post for fifteen hundred bucks if you're just like is a it? random person. I feel like that is such a low ball when I'm talking about labels and how much money they have to spend. And then there's been other times where a rapper asked me how much for a post and I said 1500 thinking that they're going to be like, and, and sometimes I'll be like 1500 but I'll do it for you for 12 and, Are you and, cr- and they're like, oh my God, I had no idea it was that kind of money. And then I'm like, damn, like that does like, I, that makes me kind of feel like shit that I just tried to Wait, tax you. What? For. Because they they ain't gonna like you're saying they work at Walmart. They ain't got no oh, fucking money. You independent know? rapper. Okay, I'm talking okay. about like a, a total random guy. Yeah. Man, yo, this thing is paying like fifteen hundred for like the fake academic page post. Really? Facts. I, because they come back to me and they're like, "Yo, we, we just paid fifteen hundred. I'm like, fifteen hundred. No, this is get out of my face. But also, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yo, I, I see like say cheese do it. They'll be like, "Yo, we don't email you." And I think you've gone to the thing where like it's people are trying so to scam. Bad. Oh my god. With me now, I'm just like, yo, you deserve it. I'm sorry, you deserve to get scammed. Like if you yeah. really like, I've said it publicly. I'm not me- like. The you wor- should know if you're not of a certain level or if you don't have a certain type of connection, you're not talking to me. The, the, the worst one still to this day was when an employee of the store called me and said, hey, you have an, you have an interview at 2 p.m. with blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I've never heard of that name in my life. Definitely not. And, they, and then they like text me back. They're like, he paid a guy who emailed him for an interview and he flew out and got a hotel room to do the interview. I'm like, wow, this poor motherfucker. Nah, nah, it happens though. Um... Like, one of the fascinating things, and I've always watched, like, you know, even for, like, your your commentary on it, because I feel like I give my commentary on it, but, again, maybe it's just the obsession over what we do yeah. that, fuck the money, you know, I think we're all financially set. I kind of look at it like the league. And, and like, I feel like, you know, yeah. I feel like, I want to feel like LeBron, and I feel like KD, and I want to feel like one of the, like, really good players. So I always yeah. look to see, like, when you're commenting, either about, like, something i did or maybe my issues with other personalities and like it was interesting watching um a couple of the breakdowns of like the pod those podcast words at one point Uh you know what i mean and i was like i was watching your breakdown i was like some of it's fair you know what i mean um house phone Uh i thought he was very reasonable i'm like your house phone seems like he gets what's going on about what like even the, the me and um the the two stooges you know and um like even that whole thing even with joe and even not only that like there's been other like podcasts and you know i feel like there's a whole little a whole little like kind of ecosphere right there but you guys seem kind of interested in it right oh yeah i mean i'm interested for sure but i mean don't you agree that like like a very large percentage of people who are trying to be rappers should just become content creators or like like it's just a way more likely chance that you could make some actual money and have a little career and do something for with yourself. I just see people all the time who are like they're good on camera, they're funny, they're smart, they they have opinions, and they want to be a rapper and they want to act like they're this fucking mystical, like mysterious, cool guy. With all, and I'm like, 
that, you don't. You're not gonna do that. You're not gonna hoodwink all these people into no, thinking no. that you're that. I Just agree. fucking talk about shit on camera, and you and you be able to make an actual living. I agree, but like. It's not like people are trying to just make a living. You're trying to like yeah, fucking. They want to live their you want, dreams. You want to hit the bank, That's right? That's a problem too. And yeah. uh, and until recently, like especially even with the Joe stuff, like you know, like like just even hearing some of the numbers, be like, hey, Joe Budden turned down like twenty, thirty million dollars. You're like, mm. what? Like this isn't podcasting, right? Like that shit wasn't even like a thought. It wasn't even like people could even wrap their minds around it. Like shit. Like recently, I had, I I had comments on you know, the two students supposedly they signed a ten million dollar deals. Mm. deal and and people are just looking at me to be like yo what do you feel about it and i'm like i guess i'm re- I, I guess because of my previous comments i have to respond but you do podcasts why don't you ever try to like get a deal or something like that i mean it's a loan right like they give you money up front and then you pay off the money and then not necessarily. Depends on what. But I mean, I, I don't know. I've never had anybody throw anything my way that really like stood out to me. But I also don't really feel like I don't feel like that's the kind of company that I want to build that is like sort of predicated around like some Wait, bigger company. If, like, I don't know. I've never, I've never in, had the conversations. So. If someone came in and said, yo, we will give you 10 million for four years of three podcasts, including one that you're on. You guys have to give content three to four times a week, uh-huh. right? Kind of averages to about like two to three million a year. I don't think I could do any more podcasts than I'm already doing. No, 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 no it doesn't have to be you. I, I, you just I, have to be on one. Yeah. And the rest of you, you could have your employees. Yeah. Guaranteed money. What would you do? I mean, it just doesn't really. You don't have to think about what YouTube's going to do. You don't have to. When I think about what I want to do with my life, I think about doing things that I will actually enjoy. And I don't really want to make any decisions like specifically to just make more like i don't know i feel like a big part of me just i wouldn't be able to work for like a big company like it just it feels so really? unnatural even talking about it it's so foreign to me i've never done it i've never had a job really i worked you had the, a situation with fucking atlantic like why yeah, that bullshit? but it was like it wasn't really like it was like it, was, it didn't have anything to do with me doing interviews or my yeah, youtube yeah, yeah. channel it was just kind of like it, it in retrospect it was basically like i was kind of like consulting with them slash like partnering with them on signing artists but i didn't really feel like i had any fucking control over who we were signing i wasn't happy about most of the shit that was going on so when it didn't work out it was kind of like i didn't really want to do that in the first place it's just like there was an offer and then there was a couple other labels that started driving the offer up so all of a sudden the offer was like 10 times what it was to start (laughs) so i'm like all right i'll do this and then if anything ever assured me that i didn't really want to work for a big company it was that I'm gonna be honest though. At least it gave us the uh, that TK and um, um, Block Boy song. Um, I feel like nobody ever talks about that. No, that shit's hard. That was a good song. Song's cool hard, yeah. right? But but also like, I don't know. I feel like I saw like what a label does to make a song yeah. big in that moment, and I was impressed. But I also was like, fuck. <laughs> like yeah. I really, I really love this shit my whole life, and now that I understand like kind of what's going on behind closed doors like i remember hearing joe say a long time ago like i can't listen to music the same way that normal people do because i'm thinking about oh they went with this bpm they got this producer or this is supposed to hit this market and they're dropping this right now because it's supposed to be the lead up for this and i remember hearing that and thinking like i would love to know all that shit and now that i get all that shit i can honestly say that ignorance probably would have been bliss and that maybe it probably You're a little bit jaded to this shit though yeah i mean just like the a lot of times I see people who like their whole personality is like, I know about all the new up and coming rappers. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, 
you know about the rappers that the labels are trying to get you to listen to you that's stupid right. fuck and that's like that, i mean and, and that's the things you say too about doing 25 years of doing this like i agree with that but also like my position i've kind of carved out is like i'm gonna get all the hot new rappers whatever i am passionate about that because i just love people and i'm excited about that but at the same time it's like i don't know like at a certain point there's always going to be new up-and-coming people and do I feel like I'm better than most of them? Yeah, of course. But like, or all of them, yes, of course. But do I feel like I want to spend the next 10, 20 years of my life going to war to be the best at interviewing these new rappers? At a certain point, I mean, the platform or the the what I'm doing with my life has to sort of like turn into something else at a certain point, I think. Yeah, yeah Adam, I ain't gonna lie. You definitely switch up your answer because at first you was like, the amount of money I can make in porn. Then I said 10 million when it comes to podcasts. You're like, nah, I don't really think that's what I'm... If it was twenty million, that, like that, but that, what's the fucking price? It has price? to be a lot of fucking money. I feel like it would have to be a lot more money than I would actually. But but the amount of money that I could you make. You just told me twenty million was a lot of money. Doing porn and making money and not having the possibility of anybody being able to tell me what to do is way more attractive to me than the idea of like, oh, I'm gonna get a big deal from a corporation that realistically could just pull the fucking plug on me in any given minute and I don't know like I'm just like that almost happened know. recently with the OnlyFans shit like it happens all the time like shit yeah like, but we were ready to pivot really what, what, what Instagram constantly deletes like you know uh, that's the worst thing going it, 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 Instagram deletes you know obviously the promotion hub for a lot of women yeah. right OnlyFans looked like they were about to check out the game like it was gonna put a lot of people yo, yo I had people call me crying like how the fuck? Because I see you vocal about that shit, and you know, obviously, when it came to Instagram, like we've seen, like top, you know, creators there. Um, but what if I could build a business that creates the place where those girls can actually effectively promote their content that fills the hole in that? So market? create your own own OnlyFans. I'm creating my own. I don't know exactly what's going to turn into. Tiger just tried it. I don't know if it's going to work. As soon as Tiger tried I it, I make my own I, OnlyFans. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but as soon as Tiger tried it. He allegedly beat this girl. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like, you know, it's one of those things be like, yo, what yeah. Bill Cosby tried to buy NBC yeah. and be like, yo, it's over. As soon as you be like, yo, yeah. fuck OnlyFans, come over here. We hear all type of shit about you. Yeah. No, nah, but I just feel like that there's a lot of room for things that I could create in that adult world that I wouldn't have to be on camera for. And I that to me, like, it's two different things. Like, I want to be a great interviewer and I want to build a great business and slash make a ton of money, you know? And it's like, those are very different things. And I kind of like, I'm balancing my energy between doing both of them right now. And, you know, but there's a big part of me that's like, it would be cool to be like 45 and just like doing meetings and shit and not really thinking about being on camera that much anymore. I do meetings, I still have to be on camera. Oh, that's interesting though. Um, what do you think, you don't think about legacy then? You don't think about like what you're going to leave behind? Sometimes I do, but I mean... I don't know. I feel like it's kind of short-sighted. Like, or I feel like that's kind of... Like, thinking about legacy? Or or at this moment, thinking about legacy? I feel like acting now, because you're concerned about how people are going to feel about you when you're gone, mm. is just probably not really that great of a strategy, because I feel like almost nobody gets remembered significantly after they're gone. Like, I feel like that's kind of like a delusion of the living. Mm. To think that, like, the point of life is to be remembered after you're gone. Once I'm gone, I'm not going to know how anyone's remembering me it would be cool to leave a good legacy but i also feel like like and, and this is kind of colored by the fact that i just sat on the beach for a week and while i was out there i was kind of like which beach hawaii? Know, i went to hawaii for a week and i was just kind of like you know you're sort of forced to consider it when you're there it's like 
well, this is probably more pleasurable than what I actually do on a daily basis of just like, you know, hanging out in the beautiful weather on the beach and shit. Like it just kind of made me think like, you know, what, what, what do I want my actual life to be structured as for so long? My life was like, I want to prove that I'm smart enough to make money. I want to make money and I want to, you know, like basically let everyone know that I'm smart enough to do this. And now I don't really feel that way anymore. I don't feel like I have to prove myself to anybody because I already feel like I kind of did what I always, I already like accomplished the financial goals I have for myself. I already accomplished like the metrics of like subscribers or like, like that shit just doesn't, it kind of, I, I take it as a given, which is maybe not a good thing. Cause at a certain point that shit could just be taken from you. But I just am not really like concerned about my legacy like that, I guess. What the fuck is the, um, like what bothers you now? Like, you know, you, you know, me and Meek, we recently, you know, we agreed to a truce and really honestly, I think we we both kind of acknowledge that, you know, in its own way, in different ways, you know, having these issues with each other that was outstanding and also building a mountain for years mm. just wasn't helping the business we really cared about. Maybe it fueled our ego to be like, fuck that other person, mm. but also it really wasn't helping the business. And, you know, you know, um, maybe we would have not gotten to that point if it wasn't facilitated by someone else and it was kind of mutual, you know, like... Like, do, do you even have, like, any type of, like, issues these days? I see some random nigga beefing with you. For real? Come on, man. Some nigga named Charleston White, man. I love him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's funny I don't even as know why fuck. I <laughs> like, he's, he's funny like, as fuck. I think he's so funny. So, wait, why is he mad at you? I honestly, like, literally the title of his video is... Fuck Adam 22. No, no, but it was like, I like real racist white boys, not these black lovers like adam 22 or some shit and i read that and i'm like wait wait does you he think don't like me because you don't think i'm racist wait does he think you're like being like pretentious yeah. cool I, I heard him say some shit about like i never seen a white boy who just surrounds himself with black people whatever. i'm like okay like i mean it's like he just refuses to see that and accept that i might actually just fuck with black people and that like i just get along with them or whatever or that like that's what my platform is kind of about. So it's like, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know. I was I was blown away by that, but it sucks because now I can never interview him because he, no, yeah, he you can. No, because He's he because he, he violated certain people I fuck with so bad and like okay. said fuck your dead homies and all this oh, shit. So okay, now it's okay, like, okay. oh, all right. Like I don't even know the dead homies in question, but that's <laughs> yeah, just yeah, but I like, can't yo, really fuck with you if you're gonna be violating oh, somebody man. I fuck with like that. Yeah. No, 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 damn. That man. was weird. Yo, you don't have issues with rappers though. I'll try not to. Like you, you run pretty much the. Wait, do you even need like you know as as you know me me and my homies coming over here is like all right, let's figure out how we're gonna move in certain situations and certain situations not even though you know I'm pretty I'm pretty cool you know usually. Uh -huh. What do you, what do you um um do you have any issues like that or is it just me? Because Vlad tells me he moves around with security this and third and I'm like damn you guys kind of move around because like where I live at. Like, nobody even, yo, I'm the youngest person, like, in my whole, like, community. Yeah. And they all look at me like, how did you get this? And also, <laughs> then they look at me as broke. They're mm -hmm. like, yo, like, there's someone who lives really close to me. He owns, like, um, 1,500, like, uh, um, franchises of, like, some supermarket. Right. And he looks at me. I remember when I met him and I told him, so what do you do? I'm like, yeah, I'm in hip hop, blah, blah. Like, I heard a little chuckle. And maybe <laughs> I'm just kind of like, I'm like, is that right? Is that right. racism? But anyway, he was just looking like, yo, okay, how'd you get over here? You know what I mean? Like, 
it's like a whole nother world that they don't even think about me in. I never even thought about like what my neighbors think about me. But I guess you're right because I, I've never seen anybody who's like as younger. Well, not that I'm that young, but you know, I, I guess I never really see people. But actually, one thing that happened to me in my neighborhood that I was pretty happy about is that there was just a black dude walking his dog. Yeah. Most normal looking dude you ever seen. Didn't look like he probably ever really was like yeah. rap guy or whatever. And he starts walking across the street towards me and I'm and he looked hella serious and I'm like thinking like Oh fuck! Like I really felt like he was gonna call me out for something. Yeah. He goes, man, I love them Crip Mac interviews. Oh, <laughs> just like, shit. wow, that's, that's amazing. Like, they, they how called, could that go that far? They called the cops on me at, at when I was moving in. For real? Yeah. They probably I, thought it was on me in a Hellcat. Hmm? <laughs> no, no, no. They, they, they actually did call the cops on me just because there was like you know power went away and like my house didn't have a generator at the time and like. The previous owners had like loud alarms, like uh, like it literally talks the mm. whole house. You you just kind of see the house talking. And it says right. it literally says, uh, and it, re it reset the the um, alarm because power went away for like four days. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? Came back. I'm moving in, right? I'm in a G wagon, but I'm like moving boxes in. People can't really like everybody's walking in the cul de sac, kind of like looking like what the fuck is that? They can't tell if I'm bringing stuff in or taking it out. <laughs> so they're thinking I'm taking it out. Also, the house is saying. Burglary, burglary, police yeah. are on the way. Okay. But, but it wasn't really connected to the cop shit at that time because the people left. And the cops pull up and was like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I literally had to show him pretty much a deed to the house to right. let him know I bought the shit. Wow. They didn't know you were? No, no, no right. one knows where I'm at. Not where I live at. I live around niggas. Really? Hell no. Huh. Yo, that's the most relaxing thing. Like, I, don't I feel like I, I got pulled over a couple times last year. Every time a cop knows who I am. And they just are like, oh, no, never mind. I, I like to live. I was about to move. I remember right before I bought a house, I was about to move to like this area. And right in that area, there's like these apartments. It's right by um, New York. I don't want to give away that person's location. But um, there was a rapper who's a New York drill rapper who just moved there. I remember he made a video. He was like, yo, it was like, yo, look, we outside. He's like, yo, where the ops at? Yo, pull up. And I was, and that was a place that I was about to move to. I'm like, I'm not moving fucking there. He's <laughs> literally telling the people who want to kill him, I'm right here, pull up. And I didn't move to that spot. I realized that's where all like the on the scene people are. I uh, live out of the way, man. Yeah. I would imagine you live out of the way too, no? Yeah, ish. Shit. I got a big gate. I feel very safe. Huh. All right. Anyway. I got a gun. I got a couple guns. For real? You, you can't have guns in Cali Cave. Hell yeah. <laughs> Legal ones? I mean, if they were illegal, I would still have a gun, but yeah, they're legal. Didn't you have like some motherfucker that ran up at this? Why didn't you shoot him? That's an issue. <laughs> he ran up in a place of business. Shoot a nigga. I would have preferred that that was the case as well, but I mean. <laughs> Yo, he started talking like, like, he, like his attorney coach said, fuck that. It, nah. I mean, I wish that the guy died too, but I mean, you know, I, I, yep. that's not how that happened. And, uh, you know, it was an issue, but. Okay. So so I guess I, I, I really ask and really, because rapping, because I feel like we, we, we've been talking for a minute. Um, you have zero issues as you move around, especially in LA. I don't move around in, like, I'm not in a way. Mm. So like you you know how they said like uh, Dave Chappelle lived in, like in some shit that mm. that he went to the store and they were looking at him like yo who the fuck are you? I was sitting getting ice cream yesterday with my kid, and like I'm just looking around and I'm thinking I'm like bro I'm like ten miles from Melrose right now and I'm sitting here like nothing could ever happen I'm just chilling and like everybody around me is a dork and like it's it, I mean I, I'm saying I felt like some nothing could happen but uh, like realistically you had it like, all you type shit or no. I was cool, but like not like that. Like you know, Damn. like you, know. you move around with security. I guess that's what I'm saying. No, I mean, once oh, you're on some sometimes. Six, nine shit. So, oh, when I go okay. out in public and shit, yeah. 
Okay. But yeah, yeah, that's. But also, like, I go ride my bike with my friends, and we're in like random bad neighborhoods, and people pull over. A kid got killed the other day. Who the reason why everybody knew who he was is because he pulled up on me when I was riding my bike in the hood and gave me some weed one time. And like, you're dolo, you by yourself. I was with like five dudes, and we're just riding bikes, and like, I didn't even think about what area we're in. Like, realistically, I might make some bad moves sometimes, but I don't really feel like anybody got an issue with me. So, yeah, I'm trying to like, if I I, I want to buy a house here, but I want to find a place where like no hood niggas is at. You know what I mean? Like, there's no the valley is wide open. Overall, no, there's just hella little. Towns yeah, I want nobody know me. You, you get the valley's got all kinds of little nooks and crannies you could go live in that are gated communities. You need a gated community. Nah, you gotta leave it open. Hell, leave no. the back door open. No, nah, I'm playing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Yo, uh, listen, yo, Adam. Yo, I've actually wanted to have this conversation for a while, man. I love when I talk to you. I feel like we have good conversations because we're like the only ones who, in hip hop media, let's just say hip hop YouTube. Yeah, like yeah. we're like two of the only people who played the game and won. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we <laughs> you know? played our own way. We just like fuck it. Yo. There's you know so what many mean? people that are trying to make it in like media, and like we're like me, you, and Vlad, and like. We could probably think of some more people, but like independent. Yeah. Started our own shit. Yeah. Got to the point where nobody could tell us shit. That's pretty rare. We're like, there's only a handful of people that made it in that regard. No, I'm super proud of that. And as like, you know, we continue to like grow. Um, you know, I, I always tell people around me, I'm like, yo, I'm unpredictable. I ain't gonna lie to you. Adam might say something to me like tomorrow and I might go off on him today. Like, <laughs> I'm really that just kind of but but it's it's usually just raw honesty and and truth you know and also it's never a place like yo i'm gonna fuck you up or mm. kill you that's the only thing like with the me and the meat mill thing i was like he's he started taking it off he started taking it that way you meat mill could have totally had that beef with you go a different way if he had just like picked something that was like a really good point and dug in on that one point. Instead, he decided to go very broad with it and be like, academics getting everybody locked up. You're not going to win that argument because there's no fucking truth to it. All right. If, and, he, had, if he had zoned no, no, in on a single where, thing, it might have been better. This is where we're going to wrap it up because this is where we're giving secrets. This is what that what Freddie Gibbs did. And you know what I mean? That's one of the it, that's one of the back and forth. Rappers that got too much pride to just do some research and like really put together a killer no, argument. No. Some people are, 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 are too just gangster to, have, to be logical yeah. and also to be humorous and not take and, and they're right serious. that people don't expect them to be logical which is a weird yeah. thing but i kid you not it took i, I was caught off guard because like i was i'm like so fat based a lot of times when freddie gibbs was like nigga fuck post and tax because i was like yo post your tax returns i'll show i had just moved into my crib eight eight thousand square feet so i'm like wait this guy think i'm in a basement stream i'm like yo bro mm -hmm. i guarantee my crib big bigger than your whole situation so i'm talking shit i'm like yo post your tax returns i show you i show the whole world how broke you rappers are and what's really going on and he was just like yo listen man you look like this little telly tubby in this meme that i'm gonna post and everyone's like <laughs> ah that's way funny and i'm like fuck <laughs> yeah he knew something right there that like you know like the cool the cooler head prevails like people appreciate it when you don't seem mad you know yeah for or at least for him it yeah, worked good yeah, for nah, him nah. he played that great yeah. and and that's the only thing i uh you know you me still and ain't talk to him nah i think he wants to like box or something i, I feel him. like he just don't like white people and that's why he don't talk to me yeah i don't, yeah, I don't think he like black white people like that uh, i feel like wait, he, wait, he should he could show white people he fucks with us by doing an interview and that's the only way I think he would. I think he would clown you in a racist way, even oh. though, even though you're not racist. You but that me? would be fucking fun. Really? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yo, I love when people call me racist. I see it. Why? Because it just seems like kind of a hard position to hold. Like I'm just not really sure what it's based on. 
are you still in the mindset that, and I heard that, and I was like, yo, people in Clubhouse, I was surprised when I said it. You were like, yo, yeah, me and Ak, we could actually box for, you know what I mean? Right. We, we could box. Like, you know, the whole little boxing thing? That was just, like, popping? mega hypothetical because I was like, I, I can't think of that many people that y'all would and, even. But no, actually, when I no, no, suggested no, 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 no. I would fight somebody, everyone said you. Everyone. No, no, but, but, academic. Hold on. But here's the thing, though. That's when we were hearing these wild bags given out. Yeah. And I, and I could tell that. Yo, you're looking at like, yo, so wait. So I, I boxed this guy. Hmm. It's, it's not even in my ego to even give a fuck if I win or not, but I get this money. And you guys are just entertained anyway, and you're still going to come back? And I thought it would be a really cool excuse to just, like, eat really healthy and work out really hard for a couple months, which currently I lack the motivation to do. If, what, you fucking, I felt like you lost, man. Yo, I, well, I, I did lose a lot of weight, but then I kind of gained it back through COVID. Was it drugs? No, I just Keep started on, eating. I stopped working out and I started eating for more. For real, I thought it was drugs because I'm like, yo, I don't think, like. I have not done anything besides smoke weed for, like. Three plus years, I think, at this point. Wait, w w did you work out because like you're watching yourself fuck? Like, yo, I video myself fucking like you know women, and I'm like, damn, that little belly hanging over there, bro. Like, you I know try what to mean? think All of that. That's on camera, you know what I mean? I, I like, try I to remind lie. myself of that. That's the way how you got you got a self. Nah, don't shake your head. See, no, this but... thing got no body fat. You over here? What's his name here? T Row. Yeah, listen, now nah, he's on real. AD's podcast, huh? You'd like him? Oh, he's, he's yeah, he's good. Yo, good guy. Yo, Yo, so I'm fucking this chick real quick. I give her the phone. I kid you not. Yo, so you know what you have? You know you're doing POV? Yeah. So I got the phone. Got the phone. I'm zooming in. I'm, I got the best angles, brother. I'm telling you. I got mm. some shit that never been seen. But if I ever got... Yo, I, I get you out the fucking I use that fisheye camera. You think my dick was 10 inches. Word? Oh, it looks really good if you it, get it, makes, it right down there by the base. Okay, okay. So you know the <laughs> tricks. Oh, yeah, okay. You're like IG, man. So I'm fucking recording this shit, right? And then for whatever reason, which I usually like... First of all, I'm the only one with a vi video, so I can't give her the video, right? right? But for whatever reason, I'm like, no one's gonna have this video but me. Usually, I'm not seeing it. I give her my phone. She's in doggy. She's recording it from the back, so I'm in the back just stroking it. And I watched it back later. I'm like, yo, this is what girls are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm like, Jesus Christ. A random kid sent me a screen recording of, of Fat Boy fucking his girl on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, I seen him. He's on there. Yo, you know, Lil Pump is on there like fully, like, like he's fucking like five, six girls. You know, this is true. You know, this. I didn't know. I, I didn't think he was fucking him. I thought he was no, just hosting it. Yo, Pump's Playhouse. I didn't know. No, he was, he's really? on there having foursomes and fivesomes. I kid you not. For real. A girl was just telling me that that was Tiger's deal, too. I felt wrong watching this shit because I know he's like, he's definitely over 18 now, but I'm yeah. like, I was covering this kid since he was like 15. I'm like, I felt bad. Wow, I had no idea he was fucking. That's cool. Tiger's on there fucking up a storm. Because I just interviewed a girl the other day and she was telling me that she fucked Tiger and all this, that, and what? the third on his thing. Like, and she was talking about how he shouted her out on his Instagram and all this shit. And I'm like, he was fucking you on there. And the, but the funny thing about her is that she moved back to Tennessee. She's trying to date like random ass white. AC tech guys and they're all getting mad as fuck that she fucked Tyga. It totally ruined her whole like she can't get one of these bum ass white guys in this town to date her. Of course. Just because she was fucking Tyga. Isn't that the funniest thing you ever heard? No, as it should be. <laughs> like, yo, I'm gonna be honest, my girl fuck somebody else on OnlyFans, I'm done. I see, I, I feel you. Like maybe I would have nah, because I used to fuck with hella porn stars before my girl, but I feel you because like now I could never hold a girl to that standard. Mm. If I met a girl, like if I was single, I met a girl and she's like, yeah, fuck 
so and so and so and so. I can't get mad about it because you could go online and watch me fuck Trisha Paytas and Riley Reed and hold on. Who but knows? I, Adam, you said this before. Would let me see your current stance on this. Yeah. If it was a scene that paid you, I don't know what's a lot of money in like porn. Like a million a scene is that good? That would be out, outlandish. Yeah. Okay, bet a scene where you have to let me fuck Lena. You would, <laughs> would you do it? Nah. Why not? Just uh, I can't see those memes for the rest of my life. Oh yeah, you know, I, <laughs> yo, <laughs> every, I know I every shit, tweet, for the, every yo, tweet like, response. I'm like, anytime Ack is on Twitch getting drunk, it's back again. You know what I mean? Like, yo, and another thing, when I was donkey, nah, yeah, nah, I get you. See, I I just had to find that humanity portion of you because you know sometimes I'm like, yo, damn, yo, Adam is probably just a better business person than me because he could remove that. That ego and the things that will make me. There's been so much situation. Like for example, even the meat milk thing. I'm like, fuck doing content with him. Hmm. Like I don't want this to be. Oh, let's have a kumbaya on camera. You know how that would have been huge. That would have been crazy, right? Fuck that. Like, it's, it's some of the things is just like I don't care about the content or whatever in it. And some people might be like, yo, well, you're you would be definitely way better at what you do if you did care about those moments like for example people like oh you should do a podcast with so and so and i'm like no i hate that motherfucker <laughs> like i want them to i want them to crash and burn yeah. like i don't want to like have a moment piece that people might be entertained by i want them to fail yeah and i feel like yo you're you're a better man than me in that regards it but is, i'm glad it, you pick you pick no it's kind of easy for me to like remove myself from a lot of this stuff like it's just kind of like it just feels like fun and games, and it, I don't really take it like super personal. Like there's, there's been podcasts I did where like real people like really wanted to do something to me like about it, or like were upset enough that I had to have that conversation, and that was like a real thing. And like you know, it just don't really sound that like that crazy. But you are making me think twice because I remember telling her I was like, I kind of like have completely two different minds. Like I, I you can't I, let a nigga like academics fuck. Not you. But part of my identity is the porn star thing and part of my identity is the, is the rap thing. And like the same thing. Is Would you let her fuck Drake? I had somebody on my podcast who said they let Drake fuck their girl. I'll be disappointed if Drake was even trying to do something like that. Like, bro, you got too many girls over your crib. What the hell you want to do Wait, wait, wait. No, I feel like you're putting your girl down. You disappoint, you'd be disappointed if Drake wants to fuck your girl? I would be disappointed in him. Like, bro, you got like Yo, 100 Drake girls fucking... in your crib right now. Why you got to bother me about mine? Like, what are you Drake that... is fucking regular scallywags. I'm telling you. I mean, I believe you, I guess. But I also just like... That that would be weird. Like, why, why would you want to do that? I wouldn't. Of course, I wouldn't want him to do that. We Shit. talked about that on my podcast. Like, hey, hey would you raise? I, I don't even believe the fucking what's his name annoying. I don't even believe him when he says. No, that. I believe that. No, no, no I did, that's nah, nuts. Not nah, th there are certain people who that's their mindset. I feel like I set the scene so good. I was like, yeah, th this is what in reality it would be like. Me hanging out with a kid, watching a video on YouTube, chilling. You know, I'm watching Coco Melon with the kid or whatever. And my girl's in an Uber on the way to, to Calabasas. You think you're going to be okay with that in your head? Because you have to be doing something no, while no, she's no. doing that, no, no. right? Imagine it's a lit night. You feel me? Oh, you're going to set LA. the scene to make it seem plausible? No, no. It's a lit night. You're hanging out somehow with Drake. Like, I've heard stories of, like, me the person I was hanging out with Rihanna, and they just mentioned the wildest shit. You're hanging out with Drake, this and third, and, and like, Drake is like, yo, can I? And she's Hell no. Wow, like what what would I what would I get out of that? What do you want to get out of it? He'll name drop her in a bar. I don't this just seems crazy. I, I would be disappointed in him. I would be disappointed in her if she wanted to do it. 
Like, because to me, it's like a rapper's just a regular person at this point, you know? I really feel like Lena's a good girl. I feel like you're, you're, the, you're the person who's just encouraging fucker. If I told her, don't do porn, when we first met, she probably, eh, she, she might have forced her way in eventually. But Mm-mm. she wasn't going to do Mm-mm. it if I didn't want her to do Bro, it when you, we you started. Always thought, yo, you would have, like, someone being with you or being with me, they know there's always going to be money coming in. Like, again, you know, women have their own aspirations and shit like that. But, like, the moment they feel they're secure with you, like, they also realize, and, and I've always said this to any girl. I'm like, yo, listen, whatever you're going to make off OnlyFans, tell me if I'm tripping. I said, whatever you're making off OnlyFans, trust me, I'm going to make that way more, at least doing what I'm doing. I don't know what, maybe I just haven't met that girl yeah. who's making a million a month. And I'm mm. like, God damn it, what? Yeah. <laughs> but, nah, I'm like, long term, and I'm thinking 25, and I'm thinking 25. Mm. So now when you done fucked a couple of people and then 15 years later, I got to look at your ass like, damn, man, you really had Drake fucking you to fair trade (laughs) 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 or girls want girls. I would not like I don't know why like Drake asking me if he could fuck my girl would be like like a random. No, he got got a girl with him and like it's a swinger thing. He'd say, yo, let's switch. Oh, I mean, the swinger thing I could be. That's what we were talking about earlier is like I could be open to that because that seems like that's that's more of like a fun well, okay. If, if Drake's with Rihanna and I get to fuck Rihanna, then not I'll, Rihanna. Then he's not. with that. He was that. What's that basketball player's mom that he be with? I don't. I didn't see her. Was she hot? She had a fat ass. I don't think he like fat asses though. Like, what super fat ass? Like no. Like well, yeah, I, I, I mean, always, a lot of the fake I, I ones this are my homies. OD. We have fat asses. Then we have like yo. This is just disgustingly retarded fat ass. Like this yeah. is too. This is obnoxious. What's Chinese kitty? Damn near obnoxious. Dream all obnoxious. But. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it's it, it's it's a talking like it, it, it's like a talking piece. I think Chinese Kitty's hot as hell. Mm. But also, don't if try my, to recruit her if you can. Sure, but I, all I'm saying is that no, Adam, I thought you try to recruit me. If, if my girl was like, I'm I'm going to the doctor. I'm getting a Chinese Kitty booty. I'll be like, Nah, you good? Like you don't got to do all that. But if I saw a Chinese Kitty in the club, I'm not gonna. Yeah, you don't want your wifey to be like. That's what we trying to tell girls. I'm like, yo, listen. That's a good. That's a good fun night. Like you. Like that's taking a car for a spin. Nobody wants that shit. Like constantly. Yeah. Because I'm just when I think about my girl, I'm like, I'm gonna have to be looking at your ass when you're 45. Got to look at the ass when that shit started to sag. You got to exactly. look at the ass when she need like you know some touch ups. If my girl got the Chinese kitty surgery, yeah, I mean she gonna look. It's gonna be a few good years. Man, but I, I'm not really. Th- I'm thinking long term at this point. I'm like, I don't know, 45. But have another kid. Oh yeah. Really. Oh yeah. You fucking up her porn career with that, brother. Yep. Would you have a surrogate? I am so in favor of that, and I think it sounds like such an amazing surrogate, technology. Right? She she's like, no, I would never. The only thing I did have issue with you, Adam, and I'm like, you're only a white dude could get away with. <laughs> you always it. Actually, I don't have no issue with it. It's just like I just I, I I maybe it's jealousy. I don't know. Let's throw it in the air. Maybe it's jealousy. I think she was pregnant, and I think she still did a scene. And I'm like, yo, if tons. I was, we did tons, what fucking all kinds of girls. Yo, if I was a fucking baby and I came out and I heard my mama was in was in a scene, I'm swinging. That's what I realized. But now that she's out, I can kind of see the point a little bit more. You're learning. You're becoming like one but of I us. But I still is the melanin nigga. Fundamentally, I don't agree because I just think like the you, baby's in the belly. You are, hyper- you are not born yet. You don't get to say shit, my nigga. I'm <laughs> cooling, and you're putting me in a blender. Like you're putting me in a trampoline because and, and hold on, it's cool. Yeah. You know, it, it could be mommy's just loving daddy, except this is being watched by a bunch of 
horny horny men who are jerking off to me but that's, being incubated. That's the only part that weirds me out is just the idea of a dude jerking off and thinking about the kid part. Like that, you have the, a daughter, the right? idea of that weirds me out. But the idea, okay, let, let's go through the list of things that are acceptable. A woman taking photos while she's pregnant is fine. A woman taking nude photos while Not she's pregnant is fine. I've seen the pussy. Mm, okay, I feel you. But a, a woman doing, you know, porn while she's two months pregnant and you can't even tell is no big deal. We kept doing it till like okay. six months. Six I months. mean, to me. So the bump is there. The bump was significant. But we didn't, you know. The, pregnant the, pussy the best? <sighs> Honestly, yeah, there's something special about that. There's like a weird, Jesus there's like a heat to it. Wow. <laughs> how do you explain that to your daughter? I'm not going to tell my daughter how good fucking my, no, your, your mom, no, no. how she was pregnant. Hold on, felt. hold on. But, 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 but I, I saw everybody with it, saying shit, right? Mm. It's like, it's basically kind of realizing at a moment that when your daughter becomes of age, by the way, she's living a beautiful life now. And mm. by the way, everything that you've done, good or bad, has, you know, paid for probably an experience and a lifestyle and existence that, you know, so many kids will never, ever experience, right? Mm. Like 99.9% kids. But there's going to be a moment where, you know, in coming to understand the world and herself, right. that she has to come to term that, hey, mommy does this, daddy does this. And there's a moment while you were being incubated right. that, you know what I mean, daddy was, you know what I mean, jackhammer fucking mommy and, and I, on I, camera. I'm honestly glad that you asked this question because I'm so used to seeing this question as just like a response on Twitter or like an Instagram comment Still? or whatever. I mean, yeah, like that, you know, like there was like a period of time where that was like the only comment from like, you know, really? obviously you get comments from like your actual fans and stuff. But yeah, I mean... I think my kid is going to have to have it drilled into her head from day one that like sex work is just normal work that a girl posing naked is not a big deal that people, have, you know, like once she's old enough to like understand these things and stuff. And it's like a lot of her friends, like, you know, we're having her one year birthday party. There's probably like 10 or 20 different porn stars that are just people we're friends with that are invited to that them. party. Share remember them. No, Share but I'm saying them. that'll be her whole life. It's like that. She's just going to, she's about to be one. Yeah. When? November 14th. Oh my God. Your time is flying. Yeah. Is it weird that I don't have kids yet? Be honest. You, you, no. you, know, you know what I mean with me? They're like a start a family. But now that I have a kid, I'm kind of like, damn, it would have been pretty tight if I had enough money that I could have been creating kids all these years before this. Because I feel, be like, like, I, I feel like having a kid when you're dead broke is just like irresponsible, you know? So I, I'm like, I'm not like, damn, I wish I had a kid when I was 18. But I am like, damn, young boy kind of is like smart as fuck because he's going to get out of prison. All these kids are, he's going to have so many people who basically have to do whatever he says. Nah, that's not true. <laughs> Let me tell you, broken homes isn't, listen. I, I'm, no, I, that is a good point. But, yeah, but yeah. Broken homes, like there's a lot of resentment, especially like in my family. And, you know, I didn't mm. have that much resentment. I was the youngest, but like my, my other brothers, like how they think about their father is not the same. Like, oh, yeah, he's great. He was just, you know what I mean? It was really bad. Because I see fatherhood though i see it from the perspective of like being a really good present father so it's like to me I, I don't really know what it would be like or how hard it would be to have a kid and not be around the kid you know but for me where i'm at now i'm like oh fuck we should definitely have a couple more kids because this is this is tight like because it as i get older i care more about family and less about like you know cloud and, yeah, yeah. and business even you know like the family thing just seems more and more important and i'm definitely looking at it like oh i could definitely be like 50 and fucking you know hanging out with my kids and thinking that was a dope way of spending my time. Whereas when I'm 50, like, I don't know what I'm going to want to be doing business wise necessarily. Do you, um, do you plan to like, you know, like when I think about a kid, 
And and this is my last week because I feel like we just be talking forever. By yeah, the way, hey, hey okay. I, I have three podcasts to do this week, and um, I'm out here for the whole week, and I have a couple other guests, but I still want to that other podcast. I want to get done with you. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Which one? Come on, man. Vlad. Oh my, it's going. If I did that anyway, come um, on the No Jumper Show, huh? Come on the No Jumper Show course, Tuesday. I think I'm here. Hey, hey, listen, listen I'll, I'll pop up. I'll pop up as long as we get another episode with us. For okay. this, but I will pop up to that. Whatever you want to do, like we can do. It. Anyway, um, what was I gonna say? I fucking forgot. I forgot. What do you say on Spotify? You can't say like, comment, subscribe. You can say mm-hmm. like. No, no, no. Well, I'm trying to get him to put comments in there. Like, yo, that's mm-hmm. Joe Rogan tried it. I'm kind of like you know inching, but you know he has a lot more power than me. I don't think they want that. There's gotta gonna be have hate a, speech in there. No, 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 no. There's no. gonna be BDs and GDs in there. No, you gotta have. Did you hear they let the GDs in the door? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, you know Vlad, Vlad told me this. This is so great. You know when he did an interview with Ruga and 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 he, Ruga was like, yeah, if you really fuck with me, like tell me how the whole song go. Yeah. And he killed it. Went viral. Right. Yo, Vlad tells me Vlad's like, yo, act. Yo, thank God I follow your fucking Spotify playlist. I kid you not. He says, yo, I learned about the song. Like, I, I frequently play your playlist. And that song being on there got me to know the song. I'm like, that's wow. just fucking amazing. That would have been a tough moment for Vlad otherwise. Well, actually, I've listened to that song probably, like, when I watched that no, clip, I had already listened to the song, like, ten times. And I couldn't remember hey, the, the first hey. verse off the top of my head. Hey, listen, I'm one of those people where, like, I understand certain people have, like, certain things to say about Vlad. I keep telling people when it comes to this new media shit, and I'm so proud to be a part of it. I'm so proud you're a part of it. But Vlad's the godfather. Vlad was doing this shit way before I even started. Shit, I think I was doing, like, at least the hip-hop part before you started. But, like, we all got to look at Vlad. Like, you know, yep. Vlad, and you know what I like about Vlad? Vlad welcomed me. Vlad mm-hmm. welcomed everybody who, who's in the game. And so that's why some of the criticisms that I see about him, I'm like, yo, everybody has their own style. Hey, if you don't want to hear a guy who never lived a hood life talk about certain shit that might include hood shit, don't listen to Act. If you if you don't want to hear a white guy give his perspective on certain shit, don't listen to fucking uh, 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 Adam. And if you don't want to listen to a, another motherfucker who's like fascinated with mm. what happened in the 90s and want to talk to motherfucking Boosie and shit, don't listen to goddamn Vlad. Everybody got their own thing. There's other people who do stuff, but people rather spend the time on focusing on what they hate or claim they hate yeah. rather than build up what they like. But man. that's what's funny about it too is that like, all right, but well, this is one thing. You started your own thing that is heavily copied mm. i went about doing interviews in like a very different way that i would like to think is you know like definitely a lot of people who kind of do what i do there's a ton of people who just do exactly what vlad started you know like not like i put myself on camera you know i yeah. created a whole brand like that like the number of people and sean cotton's one of them obviously he's probably i, I like his the, the the biggest innovation that i think is cool about sean cotton is that he kind of like didn't focus on just making money off YouTube. He said like, I'm going to sign these artists and, and work their careers and yeah. use the, use the interviews as a way to build that business. Yeah. That to me is the genius part about what he did. Cause if I had done that, the business would have looked way different. I'm glad I didn't because I like the way you that it came out. cock on camera, man. Well, that's a different That's thing, your but. thing. <laughs> like, be honest, man. Like, like, like what, what, what is just pure enjoyment? <laughs> like, which one is pure? Where's you... Dom is live in this fucking upper echelon conversation? There was a moment where it seemed like he was really coming in hot. No, no, no. Dom is still here. You know, he still does his is thing. He uploads? I see him on Instagram um, upload a little bit. Um, Not that much, but like, you know, the thing with Dom, you know, he's focused on other stuff. He's told me about other stuff. He has, you know, me and him are cool. 
Yeah. You know, like I think I found out about him because you were beefing with him. Yeah, I've been beefing with people, man. It was a good time. Yeah, I'm not beefing with nobody right now. Actually, am I? I don't know. I think I'm not. No, me and Nikki still going back and forth. Is did Nikki's husband finally register out here? I gotta search that up. I don't know. I, don't, I gotta search I don't that tap up. In. I'm not subscribed I, I, to the registry. You got registry. a kid. You gotta make sure like her motherfucking, her motherfucking husband. Big like, Zoo can move into town. I don't care. Huh? I'll trust Big Zoo. I think he's he's changed his ways. What? You got a child? Yeah, but that wasn't his his crime. You're not gonna keep bumping R. Kelly, are you? Right? Are you gonna keep bumping R. Kelly? You know, I was never bumping R. Kelly. I don't like R. B. What? That's not my thing. Stop it. You don't like Jacques? Tory Lanes? I would be lying if I told you that I ever listened to them for pleasure. Yo, 12 plays one of the most amazing body of works ever. What's Nobody that? could even see. Nobody could even see motherfucking R. Kelly. 12 plays? You never heard about that project? I don't know. No, I never heard of it. R. Kelly's body of work. Bump and grind. I mean, I've heard some songs. I've like heard he wrote the some radio. of the biggest songs even for Whitney Houston. Like, R. Kelly's like, that's one of those people I'm like, yo, listen, I agree with y'all. You're creepy. did all that type of shit. I had no idea he had fucking dungeons, like, just basically doing some sex trafficking stuff. I'm not here to defend that, but his body of work and the stuff he wrote. Yeah, I mean, you got to tell me. I don't know. All right, man. Okay. I just, that's not my my lane. I never, like, I was never R&B guy. I never heard SZA. Really? I heard Joe Budden and them talk about SZA so much. I'm like, what the? I, I got to listen to this sooner or later. I, I, I never I, got around to it, but I, I figured yeah, I, I, I Well, I can't say nothing about SZA because SZA had a beef with me really? over me not knowing her. Oh, really? Like you're oh, a little I'm bit, you're, now. <laughs> you're a little bit more liberal. Like I, I, she was coming to do everyday struggle one day. Hmm. Like I look on the talent booking list. They said we're having Scissor tomorrow. TD's own, and then I'm asking in my chat. I said like I don't know who Scissor. I've never seen a picture, nothing. And my chat started to give descriptions of her, and I read a couple of them out loud. Oh my god, the worst thing ever. TDE, <laughs> I think like told Complex like yo, because I think they were supposed to do like some group cover. They're like yeah, we're not gonna do it. Because academics, this, they kind of call me like, yo, hey, you have to apologize. And I'm like, what did I do? But but literally, it was somebody in my chat was like, oh, you don't know uh, SZA? She's like that tall Amazon-looking girl. And I said that. Oh, my God. It was bad. She blocked me even to this day. Wow. Yeah. Good thing TDE don't got goons. Does TDE got goons? You know. I want to mess around, but. Really? <laughs> oh, mean... Shit. They're like, uh, yeah. well, 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 you, you know, me and me and Dave Free talk, but he left. That's yeah. got to be worried. I mean, if TDE had a problem with me, or you know, TDE Street type people had a yeah, problem you with me, mad I could tell. I they, would they probably be very invested in not them not having a problem with me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you would know. AD solve that? You could solve that for you. AD would probably have to be part of that problem. Yeah, I'll have, yeah AD, you gotta put me sure. on the phone with somebody. We gotta sort this out. That being said, I hope they don't mind that I don't know anything about scissors. So. Yeah, guys, I would assume they don't care. Yo, Adam, I want to support you one day when you stand on fuck them. Who? Like, like, when you say fuck them. Nobody's em to bigger than the program. No, no, no. Oh, that's that whack shit. <laughs> I'm about to check it with whack. Like, I came here before. I just, I landed today. Yeah. Did this. I had to do this with you. Mm. I'm about to check it with whack. How does the check in pro, uh, process look like? I mean, I never really had to check in, so I don't know. But what the fuck? I mean, he said you got to go go to the hotel, don't get an Airbnb, which I think makes a lot of sense. That's good, right? The, the hotel got security. I'm gonna lie. I was gonna go. I was gonna go to to the hills, but I'm like, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of ghouls, a lot, a lot of spooks hanging out around there. Like you know, a lot of people got killed up there. That if you start thinking about them, you might not feel too feel too good about it. But I mean, you at the hotel, you don't have that problem. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, but you be running into people. Yo, first of all, yeah, your, your Dolph had like a whole uh, no, yeah, good issue point, there. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Anyway, we could talk forever. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we've talked so long, I don't even know if this episode will come out on time tomorrow. God damn it. Um, I'm here all week. Let's do some shit. Let's do it. I haven't done your show in a minute. Let's go. I was still on some bummy ass shit when we did the last one. Okay. We still had, like, but, you but, could, but yeah, you I have could a new see location. the green screen in the corner really? and shit when we did the last one. My only request, you either gotta put a completely fucking plastic or I'm not I'm not sitting where no one squirted. If somebody squirted, busted a nut. I have facial. multiple germaphobes working for me who I think like even though we will like clean up anytime there's anything like that, they will then clean it again multiple times. So Okay, I'm not trying to like catch anything worried. at your studio. Nah, but you I'm in town. Um hopefully I'm going to get you on another episode with another person. And actually, there's a fourth person who would probably make that mix even complete. I'm going to run it by you later. Um, listen, uh, thank y'all for tuning in to... I didn't even give y'all a proper intro. That's just how I like to do this podcast shit. Mm. I hate the the officialness of podcasts. I hate intros. Yeah. I hate... A podcast should just be honest conversation, mm. almost like a stream. You get in where the conversation is normal. But that's because we're good at it. People do all the other stuff is just because they're not good at it. like you need a little break. Oh, we're gonna talk about we have a segment. Oh yeah, I don't do it's segments because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. You don't have segments? No. They were telling me that like, hey, do you have segments? And I'm like, I just talk. Yeah, we have no segments. Fuck. All right. Anyway, I'm still learning how to podcast. Uh, I just want to say thank you for tuning into the uh, Off the Record podcast. I believe this is episode 15. I had to. Uh, this is DJ Academics meets LA. Okay, I'm gonna use the Fresh and Fit little formula. I'm here, of course, I had to tap in with Adam. Adam's going to, you know, issue some protection before I get to whack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I was checking with you or whack. Both of you. I would check in with whack. You live here. So does he. All right. Anyway, um, I just want to say thank everybody for tuning in. And uh, you guys will see me on Wednesday or maybe even sooner because I'm out here just to only fill content. So uh, let's see who else I run into. And hopefully I stay safe. Let's go. I'm here for at least a week and a half. Let's see. Chippewa Academics. <laughs> you missed that? Yeah. That's a legendary intro. And I'm out. <clears throat> I hate you with that. <laughs> <laughs>